Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk for lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for their lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mind. Praise your name, Lord God. We thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for the days that we are in right now. We praise you for choosing us before the foundations of the earth for a time such as this. We may not understand it, but we pray in Jesus' name that you will draw us in closer. The things that with the attributes of our personalities that are not exactly in alignment with your will, Father, we pray that you will pour out a, an anointing upon us and strengthen us in a manner that would align us with your will. Father, the things that we're struggling with in our lives, the ups and the downs, the roller coaster emotions that might be associated with, with our walk. Uh, many of us are going through very challenging, difficult times in our lives. Many of us have been going through very difficult, challenging times in our lives for a long time. Uh, and some of us are just beginning to experience some of, uh, some of those challenges, perhaps refiner's fire, perhaps testing. Father, we don't know for sure, but we pray in Jesus' name that all of these things will bring us to a place where we will be able to and be worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise you, Father God. And thank you for the days that we are in right now. We pray for an extra and, uh, and, and, and uh, fantastic abundance of grace, Lord, to be poured out upon each one of us. We don't, you know, there's a lot of definitions of your grace, Father, but, you know, the, the, the one thing is for sure, it's a lot bigger than we are able to embrace or try to define in, in our words. And we pray in the name of Jesus that you will just pour out an abundance of grace, uh, a manifold grace, uh, and according with your loving kindness and according with your tender mercies upon each of us, Father God, and purify us, make us holy, make us holy, because it is not possible, possible for us to make ourselves holy. We can seek you, First John 3, 7, he who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous, and we pray, Father God, that we will put extra effort into our lives, identify the things, the weaknesses that are a part of our lives and our personalities and our behaviors. We will work on them hard. We will not take it lightly. We will continue the fight. We will continue to persevere 
here, and we pray for strength to come upon us, Father God, in the days, because we want to be ready, not just today, Father, but we want to be ready in the days ahead. And, uh, we, you know, again, we don't know how long this is going to drag out. It could be death by 10,000 cuts, or it could accelerate surprisingly fast, uh, as is implied to some degree in Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Praise God. These things will shortly come to pass in rapid-fire succession. And, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that these things will go forward. We don't want to pray, and never do we ever want to pray against your will. Uh, we, we just simply ask you, Father God, for your divine protection to accelerate our walk, to draw us in closer that we may truly abide in the secret place of the Most High. For any of us who are, are struggling to get back to a place where we maybe were, used to be at a time uh, in our closeness to you or our intimacy with you, Lord Jesus, we pray that you will draw us in and bring us back to that place as we fight our way through the hills and the and and, and the challenges and indeed some in some cases mountains that are a part of our lives metaphorically uh, to and and bring us back to that place you know if it, whatever whatever attribute whatever element whatever behavior whatever thing that it is that we need to get our, our arms around whatever uh, uh, changes or renewing of our mind that we need to go through we pray for your anointing we pray for your advocacy we pray for supernatural touch of of the presence of the Holy Spirit and miracles in our lives to bring us uh, to where to, to that to that perfect near perfect walk in your love uh, in your total love and compassion uh, so that we can enjoy the full outpouring of your Holy Spirit and touch of uh, in our lives and those of whom we pray uh, as, as we seek you with all of our heart we praise you Father God for these opportunities we pray that you will knock down walls that are, are being erected by the forces of darkness and the demonic presences that are in the world probably now at a greater magnitude and, and, and certainly, you know, not only a greater magnitude, but in, in forces uh, and numbers that are that, that I, I believe would probably far exceed anything in, in seasons gone by. And, and we need extra help. We need extra assignment of angels and we pray for them to be assigned to us. We declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and by his authority, your holy fire to surround our dwelling places, to surround our loved ones, to surround our work, our, our workplaces, Father, in the name of Jesus, to divinely protect us around our automobiles. We pray for angels. We ask for search and destroy angels, Father God, in the name of Jesus, platoons of them to be sent out into the realms of our lives where the demons of darkness will attempt to attack us indirectly outside of our purview. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will send them out and they will destroy the enemy's attempts. We tear up all demonic contracts. We, we cast them into the pit in the name of Jesus and we declare this fire of protection around us in Jesus' name. Please, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for extra strength, extra perseverance, and an extra anointing of your love, your compassion, uh, your uh, faith, and uh, certainly the spirit of discernment to be put just overflowing in our lives that we are so hungry, we cannot uh, help but want to be, draw in and be close to you and have that love overflow in our lives to touch other people's lives, to draw them in to the divine presence of the glory of our our Father, our God, and our Lord Jesus Christ. And now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless someday, please, Lord Jesus, please, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name, before you, Father God, with exceeding joy, and to you, Father, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, dominion, majesty, and power, both now and forever. Hallelujah. And amen.
watching the Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't follow that stuff anymore. People, even even when uh, the Buccaneers, like, won it, was it last year or something? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know when it was. But it was recently, and, you know, I, I heard about it. I don't even know how I heard about it, because I just totally don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Oh, I know. It was over some kind of a Zoom meeting at work, and people were going back and forth and blah, blah, blah. I just got my head down, because, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care about that stuff anymore. I used to get into it a little bit, you know, like a bazillion years ago, but not anymore. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, like, I have no idea. All I know is that I saw a report that they got uh, jets, you know, flying in unusual formations in a 30-mile no-fly zone around the stadium in Los Angeles, which, of course, is, you know, it's, 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 it's in alignment with this narrative that we have all been drowning in as of late, that, um, you know, the greatest... Uh, threat to the United States as of now uh, is essentially its own people, um, you know, uh, people that, uh, you know, voted for Donald Trump, people, you know, they're really, really what they're doing is they're setting up ultimately now. Uh, and I, I'm not saying I don't, I don't have an opinion about this. You know, I'm not saying Trump is good, bad, ugly or indifferent. I, I know that Biden is a shape-shifting reptilian. I do not know that about Trump, but I do have some very significant reservations about his behaviors. I have voiced those uh, ever so clearly. Uh, You know, in 2016, 2017, I did acknowledge the fact that there was a lot more Jesus talk on Fox News while he was in, and that that ultimately, uh, you know, while I disagree with a lot of the things he was doing, uh, you know, with 25% tariffs, uh, you know, and import, I get get leveling off the playing field for, uh, you know, for or goods and services and GDP and all that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, uh, once the once you let the cat out of the bag, once Fiendora's box 
is open with global trade. You start doing stuff like that, and it it it, it actually leads to a desperately bad situation. Uh, you know, you, you put a 25% tariff on, uh, you know, lumber coming in from another country or whatnot. Even if your heart's in the right place, that's that 25% increase is going to hit the American pocketbook. So when you go and have to do some work around your house and stuff, you're going to find, as we see today, uh, instead of two dollar, uh, you know, two by fours, um, we're seeing eight dollar two by fours. Uh, so uh, things are pretty out of control. I'm not blaming that all on Trump. And uh, and like I said, I don't have any feelings about it one way or the other. I just want to get it over with. Kids, you want to get this over with? Don't you just wish God would just, you know, pull that big red lever and we can all just say, this is it. The power's going out. There's bombs going off everywhere. Now, my goodness, we're going to be leaving any second now. Right, kids? <laughs> That's right. Hallelujah. I know. I can't. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's very difficult to really. I, I look at the calendar. I'm looking at my calendar right now here in the Golden JIB Studios in lovely Tampa, Florida. Come and visit us sometime. <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever. You know, if you've been here since 85 like me, it's it's not as lovely as, you know, you drive across a bridge or whatever, and you're like, oh, look at the water. It's all pretty. Or you see, you know, you see the, the Gulf of Mexico or whatever for a moment, you know, but then, you know, when when all the uh, hip hop or hip hipster, you know, Gen Zers and stuff start showing up with 7,000 different radio and, oh, good grief. Oh, you got to know that, you know, and, and if you're in Tampa, you got to drive like about an hour and a half south to get to a beach that isn't infested with all of that stuff but anyway i don't know i don't i'm just not into it anymore and besides i spent all my time by myself anyway and who wants to go down who wants to drive 45 minutes to go down to a beach that you've seen 10,000 times by yourself that's just not you know there's just no point in it right kids so you kids gonna come with me all right now we're talking now we're talking all right all right praise god thank you jesus so anyway you know i don't know i'm gonna ask brother zen and 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 dr joy you know i, I and of course they'll you know they, they, they may touch on a dozen different other subjects as well which is great but i am curious to to get their take on what you know because they're both experts you know zen they are complementary. So Zen, you know, his expertise in the New World Order and all the creepy weirdness that's going on around there, it comes from other sources, different sources than Dr. Joyce. I'm not saying that they don't have some common sources, but I'm just saying that that's what, that because of their sources and their study and their expertise being complementary as opposed to uh, one and the same, uh, it, it, it it's very fascinating to get their take on, you know, why are there so many COVID restrictions? being dropped right now you know are they preparing for the midterms now when i say they i i am not talking about dems and republic forget that noise I, i've never believed in the left and the right i believe that the entire world is being manipulated by the committee of 300 the roads roundtable the reptilians and the windsor castle and all this other creepy weirdness just like sister you know dr joy does and and zen for that matter uh but on the other hand um you know as you know when you look when, when you understand what the global agenda is, which is ultimately to bring in the Antichrist uh, and to get everybody whipped into shape so that they're ready to, you know, take their mark and complete. You know, I was talking to one person. They were like, well, you know, you know, with the 5G and Elon Musk, Starlink satellites and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and, 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 the, and the things inside the MRA, all that creepy weirdness inside the mRNA vaccines, you know, they're already mind controlling everybody. And, they're, and I'm like, wait, no, no, no. They haven't put the antenna on yet. <laughs> 
Not only that, but 5G is immature right now. It, 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 it doesn't go through buildings. It doesn't go if you if you're getting a 5G signal standing outside of a Starbucks. The second that you walk in the door, you're going to lose the 5G signal. So they have to, you know, they're they're working on things to shore that up and get it so that it's actually a viable solution. But right now, unless you're standing outside in a quad somewhere or in, you know, and 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 the antenna is like almost, you know, you can see it right there, you know, uh, in front of you, you, it doesn't work. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things that are wrong with 5G right now, and they got to get it working right before people, you know, of course they're going to be selling the phones and telling everybody, ah, da 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 da, it's the greatest thing, thing, you know, but they do that all the time they lie it's market marketing is usually almost always lies um but anyway uh so so anyway um but you know the mark of the beast i believe now i could be wrong i could be wrong i know that but my bible says and i think yours does too in revelation 310 it says because you have kept my command to persevere i will keep you from the hour of trial that comes to test those who dwell upon the earth well that hour of trial by the way is the period of the great tribulation i struggled with that for a long time until the lord showed me to the confirmation in the scripture that that is yet one more metaphor associated with uh, times times half time 42 months and uh, 3.5 years which is the period of the great tribulation and that you can find in revelation 17 when you find when, when you see that the these beasts are given power uh you know power over the earth for one hour well we know that's not 60 minutes so that just confirms that that's yet another metaphor for the period of the great tribulation all right praise god thank you jesus so that means uh then when you then you weigh that back against the scripture in revelation 310 because you've got my command to persevere I will keep you from the hour of trial that, you know, uh, that hour of trial now is going to be ultimately now is defined uh, as that 3.5 years, 42 months, times, times, half a time of the great tribulation, which means that the bride of Jesus Christ, whether it be the barley harvest, the wheat harvest or whatnot. Now that now the grape harvest doesn't get pulled off the earth until Revelation 14. So they unfortunately have additional refining and suffering that they have to go through. Uh, I would submit that they're probably part of the full Polish virgins group, but they're definitely part of the tribulation saints, uh, you know, but then you also take note, which is a blessing, even though it, they're going to suffer so much, uh, there's still a blessing that they do have the seal of God on their forehead. I don't think it, it, that's not a visible seal. It's not like, you know, you get to get a, go to Walmart and you're like, hey, look, there's a, a package of stickers and it says the seal of God. And, you know, it's not like that. It's just that God has sealed them, even though they weren't refined enough at the time to make the earlier rescue missions and they got cast into the great tribulation which you will see in revelation 2 22 praise god all right well anyway so uh without getting uh, too far into that you know I'm, I'm very curious what uh dr joy thinks about the uh so many countries are pulling back on the covid stuff uh you know they some of them not a hundred percent yet but they're getting there. Uh, the French are still uh, re- revolting, and uh, I don't mean that French people are revolting, okay? But, but they're but they're very revolutionary. French the French are. They they really. Do, I mean, the French Revolution is really the 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 poster child event for the New World Order to avoid, okay? So they they're they're gonna you know when they're testing uh, the resolve of the people in Canada, when they're testing the resolve of the people in Australia and Austria and these different places where they're continuing to keep them on lockdown you don't think these people from from australia and france some of the stuff they're still doing in france although they have backed off on a lot of stuff um but 
you know, and, and what's really fascinating is a lot of the places that are backing off on a lot of this stuff are part of Klaus Schwab's evil empire of, you know, the World Economic Forum and, and the uh, global, uh, you know, let's take over the world and, and put Satan in charge. You know, oh, that's, that's just so I, I just want to get it over with, I, you know, and yeah, sometimes I know some of us are at our wit's end and we're weary and we're like, when is this going to be over? Are you kidding me? I mean, we had. I can't even mention. I, I don't even know. I, I don't think my memory can 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 recall all the major milestone events since 2011 that we crossed over, uh, believing that you know, hey, we're this is it. You know, this is it. This is going. I remember when the Fifth Fleet was. You know, when uh, the Syrian war was starting, which by the way started back in 2011. Uh, you know, and they were sending in the Fifth Fleet into the into the Mediterranean, and I was like, okay, well, this is it. This is going to be the start of World War III. So, you know, I have you know, people emailing me and communicating from all over the world, which is a total blessing. And, you know, of course, they see the stuff happening in the Ukraine and they're like, oh, no, World War III, World War III. But, you know, of course, they're they're. I don't understand, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I don't want to do that, you know, and sometimes I find myself actually doing that and then I have to, like, kind of correct myself, you know. But anyway, um, I'm trying to keep a level head. I think we all need to keep a little bit of a level head as we're waiting for whatever it is. I mean, you know, maybe, you know, Klaus Schwab, he's a very evil. I mean, he's like the king of all the Nazis out there. There's a lot of them. Fauci's a Nazi. It's not about socialism. It's not, it's, it is fascism. It is Nazism that, you know, not, uh, World War II was a practice session. I mean, we got the FEMA camps. We got FEMA death camps. We've got uh, incinerators that have been purchased uh, by uh, county governments at their emergency operations center under the guise of federal grants to deal with, you know, get this pandemic, you know, the whole reason. So there was about eight, nine, 10 years ago, I forget exactly when it was, I'd have to go back and research it, but there were federal grants uh, around about the time that they were digging some pretty significant mass graves. I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of these concrete uh, built into the ground, concrete mass grave things that they were installing. And uh, I can see that I, I, for sure, I remember it vividly, Alex Jones, was doing specials on it, had uh, reporters on the ground taking videos of it. And, you know, why are they doing all the mass graves? Why are they? But they do these things sometimes 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years in advance because they know what their end game is. And they're just going ahead and establishing the end game. So, you know, again, but but, you know, we must never forget and, and or and lose sight of it. You know, most people, a lot of people that are waking up right now, they don't realize that 9-11 was an inside job. They don't realize that 10 tons of super nanothermite were put, uh, you know, wired up in those buildings to bring them down under controlled demolition. They don't realize that Building 7 never had a plane come anywhere near it, but still tumbled to the ground. They don't realize that Rudy Giuliani was standing outside in the street outside of Building 7, uh, you know, uh, and yelling into his, uh, uh, you know, walkie-talkie saying, the Building 7's coming down, Building 7's coming, you know. So, again, you know, people don't remember those things. They don't re- remember Charlie Hebdo. They don't remember, uh, you know, the Aurora, uh, um, uh, you know, movie theater shootings. They don't re- remember the six Dallas police officers that were picked off by, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, sharpshooters. They don't remember the Pulse Club slaughter, which was, again, a setup. Uh, there were people that reported immediately after the Pulse Club uh, event uh, that there were five active shooters. And then, of course, the police tell you there's only one, just like they did with San Bernardino which, by the way, was a team of paramilitary operatives. 
lives, uh, that in m- many of these are satanic uh, groups that are paid by the, you know, again, they're paramilitary and they're paid by the black ops, the Klaus Schwab's, the, the, the George Soros's, the, the global satanic crime syndicate, which is, a, it is indeed global. Now, granted, you know, just like any other crime families, they're going to fight amongst one another. They're not always going to agree. The, the Illuminati Lee family out of China is going to have disagreements with the Rockefellers and, you know, that kind of stuff. And even Klaus Schwab and his gang of uh, gangsters, uh, you know, are, are, are very outspoken. I mean, they're now publicly saying out loud, and it's recorded for people to go and listen to on YouTube. They're saying, hey, look, you know, we're really glad that we global elites are now starting to get along together. Uh, you know, and of course, that's important to them because they want to have a unified one world government and they don't want to be fighting amongst each other. Uh, but on the flip side of that coin, they said, it, you know, unfortunately, the people of the world no longer trust them. And I'm like, you know, when I hear that testimony from that woman, whatever she is, I say to myself, you know, I, I don't really get how she could even imply that we ever did trust them. But then again, on the flip side of that coin, what part of the population was she referring to? Okay, she was talking about, you know, the 90% of the people out there who, you know, still think, you know, everything's just fine and we're just, you know, and this is just a pandemic and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's so many people out there that are absolutely and utterly clueless. And it's 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 very disturbing and challenging for those of us who, well, know better. And uh, now we watch... Uh, we're watching the, um, uh, you know, that you know, these uh, the global satanic crime syndicate establish laws in federal laws in many, 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 many countries. I don't even know how many uh, that is going to make uh, free speech well punishable by putting you in jail at a minimum. But but yeah, when you look at you know Nazi Germany and you look at you know Treblinka and Sobibor and uh you know Auschwitz and all that kind of creepy weirdness and you know we already have that here. Um, we had uh, we had uh, Doc Marquis, who was ex-illuminist and had been given a direct tour of the largest FEMA camp death camp in the world, which is uh, positioned and built out in the middle of the desert. All the really creepy stuff is in the middle of the desert out in Nevada and stuff like that, um, you know, in the alien bases and all that. Um, but the um, uh, he tore he toured it. He said they can kill uh, they can incinerate about 40,000 people in an hour, uh, which which I mean, that that, that couldn't be a accomplished by the Nazis with all of their camps operating full time, 24 by seven. So, um, but anyway, uh, he, he got a tour of it. He saw it. It's been out there for a really, really long time. Um, and I, you know, so we, so when you, if you do an analysis or just a comparison of the things of the implements that have been established over the last, and this goes back so long, this is what's so unnerving. It's enough to make you just want to pull your hair out. And like I said, kids, you know, I don't have a lot of hair to pull out anymore, right? I know. I know. I have to like brush my three uh, tiny little pieces of hair like 40 times to get them to stand up just right so I can trick everybody into thinking I have hair, right, kids? No, I'm kidding. I got a tiny little bit more than that. But anyway, when you com- make a comparison of, you know, because Rex 84, uh, you've, you've got, uh, you know, the, the Rex 84 stuff that was going on during uh, the Iran-Contra hearings. You know, they were putting up FEMA camps all the way back then. You've got Operation Gar- Garden Plot. <clears throat> you've got so many um, things that have happened over the years, laws, uh, U.S. Army regulations that are buried in stacks of, uh, you know, underneath stacks of executive orders that are all in place 
place right now for the uh, utter, the absolute total abolishment of all rights, all habeas corpus. I mean, all of that really is gone now. Now they just haven't enacted it. And I and and and, and now I hear that there is. I just saw the article to support this uh, just last just today uh, that they're you know trying to coordinate they the global satanic you know uh, crime syndicate uh, th- those that are operatives here in this country United States of Babylon the Great are now trying to put together basically a new you know a continental congress kind of a deal where they go in and basically you know wipe out or take or cherry pick or reconstruct the constitution bill of rights which doesn't surprise me because they're doing it with executive orders anyways so it it is it's in our imminent future but when you compare what we have here in the united states and what they've been implementing now since oh my goodness you know forever okay but you know really obviously and kind of in your face uh they've been doing it all the way back to the Iran Contra days, and they were probably doing it for decades prior to that, but we just didn't get wind of it. Um, but anyway, that being said, I mean, even the Defense Authorizations Act, the John Warner Defense Authorizations Act of 2007, I wrote an article about that because I actually sat down. That was a big document. I sat down and I went through that thing with a fine-tooth comb. I read every single line, and when I, I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, basically, it just says in there, in, in a time of trouble. In a time of, you know, insurrection or whatever, when people are being naughty in the streets and they define that, not us, not us, they do. And then they, basically what they, they, they what they did with the John Warner Defense Authorizations Act is they, in 2007, they said, you know, at that point, we can, for whatever reason we so desire, we can declare, um, uh, you know, uh, they can basically deputize anybody they want. Peace officers, you know, the, the person walking around with a flashlight in your in your condominium complex at night, they can deputize pretty much anybody, and they, and and then that there no habeas corpus, they can just point to you an extraordinary rendition and take you away, and you disappear you. And they've had extraordinary rendition in place now for like I don't even know how long, okay. But then in in the uh, in the uh, uh, National Defense Authorizations Act of 2012, they took it from horrible a hundred times worse than horrible so really at this point in time and and it's been this way now for pretty much over 10 years probably closer to 15 we really haven't had a constitution okay the whole game playing around oh well that's against the constitution that's just that's just um hollywood really when you think about it if they wanted to lock down this country and completely but here's the thing that circles back to the french revolution concept they don't want when when they see those crowds that that are gathering in Canada, that are gathering in Austria right now, because the, Aust- the people in Austria are really getting the hammer brought, that is horrible. Um, the the in Australia and all that kind of stuff. When they see these crowds of, you know, what appears to me to be hundreds of thousands, if not maybe even up to a million in some cases, people, the, you know, the first thing they're thinking about is, well, we don't have control about over that crowd. You know, it's not it's not a matter. You know, Tiananmen Square was interesting because you had a couple of people that sat in front of a tank, and you know, the Chinese did what the Chinese do. But let me tell you something. You got enough people that you know makes the Obama inauguration event look like a couple of little girls playing having a tea party in their backyard you and you, when you have that many people and they're and they're they're you know you make them mad you don't want to make the french population mad let me tell you because they will have another french and, and the french don't mess around you 
you, you, this, this, this stuff that we that, that was fabricated, the false flag event that occurred on January 6th, it was a total setup by the black ops here in this country. We can believe with, beyond any shadow of a doubt that Obama was behind it, that it was completely fabricated. Uh, of course, they brought along dupes, you know, people that were there, uh, you know, come on, you guys, come on with us. But that's what agent, agent provocateurs do. They're highly paid, and then they have crisis actors, and they throw them all in there. They pre-plan what's going to happen, and then they bring unwitting people along with them. Okay, so the problem that a lot of people make and gets them in a lot of trouble, and, and in fact, it did happen to Alex Jones over uh, Sandy Hook, and I've mentioned this time, and he knows better now. He won't do it now. He won't do it. He learned his lesson. But he made the terrible mistake of saying that Sandy Hook never happened. It's never that way. It's never that way. It's always that it, it does happen. It is for real. Like that guy that's out there, he means well, okay. And I, I, I you know, I've listened to his whole thing and you know his presentation and you know some kind of an international lawyer. And it's still flying around on the internet about how he's going to bring this you know international legal case against Fauci and da 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 da. And you know, and but the problem is he he in his in his dialogue, in his um uh, you know legal statements, he he claims that. Uh, the, the, you know, that COVID wasn't even deadly. That's his that downfall. See, once again, you have this dynamic where, uh, you know, it, the light is either on or the light is either off. There was either a Charlie Hebdo or there wasn't a Charlie Hebdo. There was either a Sandy Hook or there wasn't a Sandy Hook. That is not how it works. Okay, that is not how it works. It is always, the event always does happen. It is a deadly virus. It is a bioweapon. They are killing us with the vaccines. It's, not, all of that stuff is a fact. The problem is you cannot make it one or the other because if you make it one or the other, you're automatically going to be wrong. Any lawsuits, any claims that you make, and see, then you set yourself up like a bag of thumbtacks to get, you know, um, to make everybody else look bad. And then they come out and they put up some executive order on the, you know, what, what, you know, WhiteHouse.gov that says, you know, you know, anything that, you know, I'll read it to you. I'll read it to you. It's pretty scary and uh, quite. Honestly, um, if they continue forward with this and they start to um, bring the hammer down, uh, you know, think about it. I mean, it's 2022. Now, granted, a lot of this stuff might get, well, the executive orders, won't, even if the Republicans completely take control of the House and the Senate in the midterms, <clears throat> um, that still doesn't reverse the executive orders, unfortunately. That, that, that has to be done presidentially. So we would have to wait until Trump in 2024 for the, that to happen. But then again, then again, we don't really know what he's going to end up doing. Because that'll be his last four years. He may, he may end up showing his true colors much more obviously than he did. Um, you know, was it his stupidity that made him create, you know, uh, you know, turn General Motors into a, uh, you know, a, uh, you know, ventilator factory? I mean, was it just pure stupidity on his part that he was murdering people with ventilators? You know, was it stupidity on his part that he established Operation Warp Speed and, and, put, and, and put together everything that needed to happen for this mRNA deadly bioweapon to be launched? Look, hey, but you know, things are changing right now. And that's what, and, and you know, I mean, right now they're pulling back. I, I, I got in 
you know, email to the contrary, but I'm here to tell you that right now, uh, the I believe it's the CDC or the FTC, you, you think of them as different organizations, but in reality, there's so much nepotism and cronyism in the reptilian ranks that they're all really just one agency plane. And that's why they had the walkout of the FD, FD, FDA, uh, uh, you know, board, I don't know if they're board members or committee members, or they're very significant, very high up. And they just walked out because they saw the malfeasance that was taking place. Anyway, so <clears throat> excuse me. So anyway, um, um, yeah, the situation is weird. It's creepy. It's hard to tell. Is Klaus Schwab telling the truth? I mean, you know, he 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 he, he came right out and said there's going to be a global pandemic and a bunch of people are going to die and all that kind of stuff. And you know, of course, people are like, "Wow, Klaus Schwab, he really gets out." You know, he we got to pay attention to him. But in reality, you know, he was just part of the global satanic crime syndicate that launched the bioweapon attack against mankind. Well, he just recently, like I said in the prior show, just recently, uh, you know, uh, said you know that it would be really great if there was a massive global power outage, you know, uh, and that would allow them, you know, the global elites. And he's very vocal. I mean, he calls them global elites. He's really, really just kind of in your face. Hey, we are above you. We are elite. You do what we tell you to do. And and he's like, businesses ought to be operating the world. The CEOs and the boards of directors of the major, of the biggest companies need to be running the world. We are the elites. We are those who should tell you exactly what to do and you need to kowtow to us exactly and precisely which is ultimately what needs to be put into place for Satan to incarnate into a into the temple body of an individual at some point and ultimately take total control blah 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 as the Mac Daddy Antichrist which you know again but when when look at your calendar February of 2022 I mean I don't know about you but I've had about enough this alien demon infested rock I wish God would accelerate these things. I will never, never, never pray against the judgments that God has in the Bible. No, 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 no. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. Precious are you, Father. Uh, I, I, I love, uh, you know, one of my favorite verses, and it is oh so true. It's the, it's, it's the verse that I call the, um, uh, the, uh, the. Uh, there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole verse. Okay, and that's Isaiah 26 verse 9. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Think about that, folks. You know that that's really important because you know you've got the uh, prophetic, uh, pro, you know the prophetic statement in Joel two, which is repeated in um, uh, Acts two seventeen through twenty one, and it's, you know basically says you know uh, there will come a time you know during you know later 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 not when we're writing this not when the Holy Spirit's penning it you know two, almost two thousand years ago but no there will come a time. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Um, you know, and, and so it's talking about the days that we're in right now. And it even goes, you know, and I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And, and you could make an argument that that's been going on for a couple of thousand years to some degree, and it's been spread out. But really, the key, I think, to understanding that, that, that clump of scriptures, that quote from Joel 2, is where it goes, where it branches off, and it says, blood, fire, and vaporous smoke, and all those who call out upon the name of the Lord shall be saved.
saved. That's the atheist in the that's the, you know you're not going to find an atheist in a foxhole problem. That's what 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 is the blessing of Isaiah 26 verse 9. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Okay, and I, I could go on. You know, at midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgments. Uh, Psalm 119 verse 62. Why would we praise God? Because people were you know because in those clusters of people that are all freaking out. Oh no! Oh no! I don't even know how many prophecies, dreams, and visions I have. Uh, you know, the David Doetry uh, uh, vision of, of the rapture that was published back in 1996 and then again uh, made public uh, by John Ting and Five Doves uh, in the early 2000s. Same thing. Uh, when the alien spaceship was seen, this big, gigantic, spherical, brass-colored alien Death Star spaceship, which, by the way, is captured in um, sculptures all over the world, United Nations, uh, Vatican Library, and places all over the place, all over the place. It used to just be a few places. They put it all over the world now. But that, that, and that was seen by Pastor Augusto Perez, as I've mentioned many times. I've, I've uh, also you know, recounted uh, Pastor Sori Park's visit, visitation with Jesus Christ in person. Uh, and, uh, and and he asked Jesus about the rapture, and Jesus said, "Well, NASA will come on TV and tell everybody that the aliens took them." Okay, so that's Jesus telling Pastor Story Park. So that aligns with David Doetry. That aligns with um, uh, you know the the same spacecraft that was seen in a vision by Augusto Perez. So things line up. You know when you set, when you have so many multiple confirmations coming from so many different places, and they're all essentially saying the same thing. What about the ten year old uh, boy? Uh, now he I believe he's passed away uh, at this point because uh, he had some kind of a sickness. Now he's in heaven, uh, but he had been given before he was taken home. Uh, he had been given a vivid dream, and that. You know, right in the middle of World War III, uh, you know, a humongous alien invasion occurs. Okay, and and it ain't friendly. They're not coming. You know, it's 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 a big deal. You know, they're and by the way, that's captured in um uh uh, uh um oh goodness gracious sakes alive uh, Second Esther fifteen verse twenty eight, where the dragons of Arabia come and fly like the fly like on the wings of eagles down upon the earth, and all that see them will fear and tremble. And then they and then they meet up with some other group of aliens known as the Carmangians, and they evidently fight in the skies above us very much like some of the uh, uh, you know the Vedic the, 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 you know the Mahabharata and some of the the Indian text um, uh, from years ago you know where you got um, uh, Mahendra Daro you know with the rock that has you know that fused glass inside of rock which can only happen by how Elements melting, which is, by the way, what it says in Peter about the days that we have ahead of us, which are nuclear. Those are nuclear bombs going off. Elements don't melt any other way. You can't melt an element. You can't take elements and put it inside a pot on your stove and cause them to boil. It doesn't work like that. The only way that you can melt an element is with a nuclear bomb. It's the fissile event. It's that explosion. It's unbelievable heat. So anyway, we got a lot ahead of us. Uh, it's a big list, but, you know, things could come down pretty fast. You know, that, that 10-year-old boy that saw the alien invasion happening during World War III, that's very, very important information because that lines up with the Bible. It perfectly lines up with the Bible because you've got um, uh, the fourth seal, which we know is World War III. We've got the global financial collapse, which is the third seal, which, of course, would lead to you know, World War III. So, so you've got two events that could happen in parallel leading ultimately to World War III. Uh, you know, and, and then what? An alien invasion, right? 
Well, you do if you believe what the what the ten year old boy saw. But guess what? It's also in the Holy Bible because it's in the Day of the Lord. You see it in Isaiah thirteen. You see it in Joel two. You see it in Revelation six verses twelve and thirteen, where you know um, where the stars will fall from the sky like a fig tree shaken by a mighty wind. A star is used continuously throughout the Bible as a metaphor for angelic beings. And guess what? They would be fallen angels because you can reflect back to Revelation twelve, where the dragon is cast down to earth with his you know, demonic, you know, fallen angelic creature beings things. Okay, this isn't going to be a pretty time to be around. I want to get out of here. I don't know about you, but what do you, what do you kids think? I, I, yeah, you want to get out of here too. Hallelujah. And, and, and where's Billy Bob Thornton? And how, has, he, has he started, kids, has he started making a bigger spaceship yet? Because that ain't, yeah, that, that little bitty space capsule on that rocket he had in the barn is not big enough. We need something that can hold several hundred people easily, right, kids? How? <laughs> That's right. We got to get out of here before all this weirdness starts happening. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Kids. Uh, kids. Let's see. Let's see here. Right here. I got one for you. Kids. What musical instrument is found in the bathroom? Think it through. Think it through. Think it through. You got it? A tuba toothpaste. (laughs) A tuba toothpaste. Right? All right. That's cool. All right. I got thumbs up for that one. All right, kids. How about this one? What did the nose say to the finger? Oh, no. I don't even want to. Oh, gosh. It is. Quit picking on me. Oh, no. That's. Kids, that's pretty disgusting, isn't it? I mean, you know. Oh, you like it? I don't like that one. But I guess you guys like it, so I'll take it. All right, praise God for that. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's see here. Knock, knock, kids. Who's there? Interrupting pirate. Interrupting pirate. Okay, what, what is this? This is a terrible knock, knock joke. Who put this in the list? It must have been me. I must have been, I don't know. I may, maybe I did it in a batch group. Kids, I'm sorry. I, I, I really dorked that one up. I know somebody will send me an email and say, John, you didn't say the joke right, you meathead. Uh, but you know what? I am a meathead, you know, and I admit it. Praise God. All right. Uh, one more, kids. What's green and can fly? Green and can fly. Super pickle. <laughs> Super pickle, kids. Come on. That's, uh. I know. That was a crummy one, too. All right. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. At least I got one or two yays. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. On that note, let's go ahead and head into the news. And we're going to be bringing uh, brothers in. Excuse me. I had... Um, I was naughty, and I broke my keto diet today. I was naughty. I was. I got to really put on – I got to – man, I got to get so serious. I, I, I did work out last week, so yay for me. Right, kids? I you know, did the elliptical thing. I know. I know. For an old old stinker like me, <laughs> that's saying a lot. Uh, but unfortunately, the same cycle, and I wish I could figure out how to uncycle the cycle, but – it's not the next day, but it's the third day. <clears throat> so if I work out on Monday, by Wednesday, 
I'm in a lot of pain. Okay, my calves are so sore you can't even touch them. And I got to get past that. I've, I, and I don't know. And it's not because I'm driving myself too hard. I have set the pace. I'm using the meters. I got a good elliptical. I can control it uh, all, you know, and I, I kept it very easy. I took it super duper easy. So the only thing I can figure is I'm going to have to keep the frequency and the and keep the intensity very very low and then lower the frequency or the how often I actually use the elliptical for a while. I've got to get to a place where my calves are not killing me and I'm holding on to the banisters going down the stairs, you know, for, for, for fear of falling, you know, and I don't have one of those buttons uh, that you can press, you know, I've fallen and I can't get up. I mean, I never thought I would last this long, but what's up with that? Doggone it. Imagine that. I mean, that that's like the epitome of, I don't know what you would want to call it. It's kind of sad to think that you would come to a place in your life where you realize that you probably need one of those I've fallen and can't get up buttons. That's pretty messed up. I know. I know. Uh, and the only reason I say that isn't because I don't think that I would be able to get, you know, because I assume that I wouldn't be able to get up because I do believe I, I'm certain that I would be. But one time a while back, I actually this was a long time ago. This was like, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, maybe more. But I was um, I was pretty overweight. You know, a lot of us, you know, we gain 100 pounds, we lose 100 pounds. We gain 100 pounds, we lose 100 pounds. We gain 100 pounds, we lose 100 pounds. Blah, 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 blah. And then it's like you have to have sections of your closet, okay? These are the size 44 pants, and these are the size 18 neck dress shirts. And, oh, wait, wait, over on here is where I have the 4X uh, tropical shirts. Okay, and I don't want to wear them right now because they're so big, I'm going to trip on them, and people will point at me. You know, I'll tell you the one thing that I'm definitely not I am definitely not trying to get on the cover of GQ. I can assure you of that. Isn't that true, kids? I mean, you know me. (laughs) I'm like, whatever, you know, like, you know, you, when you, you know, when you see those Walmart things, you know, and people are dressed all well, I, I'm not like God, but I'm just saying, I mean, I'll just throw on like, you know, a big oversized uh, tropical shirt and some really uh, cozy, um, I don't know what you call it, fleece, you know, shorts. And, um, and that's it. I don't care. You know, I'm not, I'm, you know, why, why would I kids? Can you think of a reason for me to care? <laughs> Right, exactly. I gotta be me. I gotta be me, and I don't give a rip. But anyway, um, yeah, I've got my button-up shirts over here hanging on a big old hook, so that I can do my Zoom meeting. So it's like you know, I tell, uh, you know, my little robot friends here in the room, uh, you know, to warn me before the meetings, and then I run over and throw on a button-up shirt, you know, real quick for the meeting, so I can look, you know, spiffy and important and all that kind of weirdness that I don't feel like, and then um, and you know, and you know, play the corporate game. And then, you know, I look at my calendar and I'm like, well, I don't have any other meetings the rest of the day. So I'm going to flip back over to the uh, tropical shirt thing. I love Rayon. I love Rayon. I, I, you know, I like to be like unbelievably super ultra comfortable. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and enter into the news. We got a lot of stuff that's confusing and weird and creepy and whatever, as always. 
Um, there's a lot of fuss over, of course, over the attempt of the global satanic crime syndicate pushing uh, the Russians as hard as they can uh, with their THAAD, with their nuclear-capable THAAD SM3 missile systems. Uh, they're trying to get them in, you know, they, you know and that's what's tr- triggering Putin. You know, Putin's like, no, nothing doing. You're not going to put nuclear-tipped missile or nuclear-capable missiles that can hit Moscow from inside the Ukraine. He's drawing the line. Now, he isn't saying, he's never said that he was going to attack or take over the Ukraine, although I can see the military, the military logic in it. If, you know, if he needs to back us up, because we're the satanic control grid. We, the United States is Babylon the Great. We are the conquerors. We are the hegemony. We are the evil ones. And it isn't, you know, but we tell everybody with our narrative that we're doing it because we're good. We're doing it good because we want to spread democracy across the world. Well, I don't know if you've paid any attention to what happened to this, this country, but the true colors of this country have come out lately. Now, granted, you know, things could flip around, and uh, that would be just about as end times annoying as it could possibly get if Trump does get back in and reverse everything. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of evil things that, you know, the shape-shifting reptilian that calls itself Biden has done under the instruction of Obama. But at the end of the day, and it would be good to see Trump reverse them and all that, but I just want to get this over with. I'm just sick and tired of this back and forth and back and forth and put on the mouth, take off the mouth, put on the mouth, take off the mouth, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just like, you know, you know, I really sometimes think I'm going to go ahead and get myself a shrimp fork. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking. I don't know. Praise God. But anyway, let's get in the news. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. It's not normal. Hey, man, the staff guy cut off game over. <laughs> that is just not okay. Game over. Although the game's been over for like, what, 11 years now? <laughs> oh, folks, if you if you want to smile. Now, a lot of them turned out to be kind of prophetic, um, unintentionally on my part, by the way. But – and there's a lot of good stuff that talks about the alien problem and intergalactic God and all kinds of – all that amazing things. A lot of stuff I learned from Zen, you know, and then from other people that were comfort- – but whatever. But I wrote 420 articles, and if you want to – you know, for those of you who have woken up in the last few years, and you're still out there, you know, probing around in these, you know, end times Christian sites, and, you know, you're like, you know, this is it. This is the end. This is World War Three. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Ukraine. World War Three. Ukraine. World War Three. Folks, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I have been down this street so many times. I've written 400, over 420 articles, probably pushing 500 now, I guess. And I'm here to tell you, nobody's been wrong more than me, except for like, you know, Al Turner. But anyway, um, you know, God bless him. I don't know if he's a Christian or thinks he's a Christian. And if he is, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I'm, you know, but my goodness, when I get people sending me his stuff from, you know, Superstation 95, I'm like, Track record, please. 
But anyway, um, yeah, you could go back into the archives of tribulation-now.orgs and tribulationnow.com, tribulation-now.com, tribulation-now.net, blah, 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 blah. They all take you to the same website, but at the end of the day, there's like over, well over 400, 450 some plus articles on there. And you can see, you know, I would write, you know, the, the fifth fleet would go into the Mediterranean, you know, in the early days of the, you know, Syrian war back in 2011. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is World War Three. This is it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. And again, you know, think about it. If you were the ruler of a country and you had a duty to protect its citizenship and to sustain the country in a viable manner, and you knew that there were a group of people rolling nuclear-tipped missiles that were within range of your capital city, would you do something about it? Sure you would. You know, he's just trying to, at this stage of the dynamics, he's just trying to keep that buffer of land. And we're trying, like the Dickens, to roll THAAD missile systems into the Ukraine, which is exactly the opposite. And the whole reason why he has the troop build up in the first place. And then, of course, you know, we, we got, you know, these entities, these tares, these whatever you want to call them, working in the White House going, we believe that Putin is going to launch a false flag attack. I'm like, talk about the pot calling the, pedal, the, the kettle black. My mom used to say a saying all the time. Now, granted, you know, it's, the kids will like it, but, you know. But anyway, uh, she would say, the fox is the finder, the stink lay behind her. How about that one, kids, huh? So you want to know who's going to launch the false flag, right? <laughs> the one that's claiming the other one's going to launch the false flag. <laughs> and you just got to, and now it's getting so weird that you got to like you, you, you can't just like flip it upside down. You got to like flip it upside down once, flip it upside down twice. It's, it's almost like working on a Rubik's cube. It's absolutely insane. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. And anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and go, and uh, go into the news. And I'm, I'm going to share a little bit more since we got a little extra time tonight. I'm going to share a little bit more of some of these articles, uh, you know, uh, on account of that, that we do have that extra time because Brother Zen's got commitments and he can't come on until nine. So Zen and Joy come on between nine and ten when they when they join us. Uh, praise God. So um, uh, we're so fortunate and what a blessing. So anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and uh, kind of like nosedive right in all this weird news as always. Praise God. Here we go. All right, so the head of all Nazis, um, and uh, you know, and oh, by the way, I'm not the only one who's uh, made made that reference. And and it's it's when it's so obvious, when they're so clearly stating things. When they're literally coming right out and taking the words of Hitler himself out of his mouth, and they're stating it in a public forum, in a global control public forum like the World Economic Forum, I mean, uh, Bill Maher, which I – the one thing that is so sad about Bill Maher is that he is so atheist. Uh, anyway, I'm not even going to go there. But you know, he's but he's also very, very left, and um, very left wing. Very, and he is really attacking the uh, everything on the left. He's attacking his own folks, you know. And um, 
that's that. So so uh, Bill Maher's comments, he, he came out and called it. This is all. This is Nazi Germany. This is Hitler. He said that the things that are coming out of the mouth of Trudeau are precisely what were being stated out of the mouth of Hitler himself. Now, you know, he may just say <clears throat> our Nazi like or something like that. He may not actually say Mein Führer, but <clears throat> that's a fact. So in that regard, Bill Maher is absolutely telling the truth. And, um, you know, of course, I'll, I'm sure there'll be some attempt to do cancel culture on him, whatever. I don't care. I'm so sick of the terminology and all this other weirdness. I just, like I said, I just wish, uh, I wish, uh, I'm not going to, uh, anyway, praise God. May, the, may our Heavenly Father get his, his divine and merciful Wish I don't know I don't know wish is the wrong word uh, that his will be done uh, when he says he does not want one to perish and you know what if that means we got to hang out here a little bit longer then so be it praise God all right so anyway so uh, I'm going to read this to you this is uh, an excerpt out of an article about Klaus Schwab and it's talking about uh, his quadrillionaire boys club uh, all of the people that are like that that this this you know the, the fearer here is uh you know calling his inner circle okay and i just think it merits uh reading especially because well <laughs> we're this isn't the last of it okay folks this is just the beginning all right here we go Okay, so uh, as Klaus Schwab says in the introductory quote, I'm reading right out of the article, um, in the introductory quote, it has become very successful. He's talking about the global, the establishment of the global elite control grid. Already in the first year, 1992, a number of highly influential candidates were elected. Among, among 200 selected were global profiles. Now, by the way, when he's talking about these people, what he's doing is he's identifying the inner control grid circle of the global satanic crime syndicate, okay, <clears throat> and the establishment of essentially Nazi Germany on a global level, okay? So you'll hear people saying things like, oh, this is communism, or oh, this is socialism, or oh, this is whateverism, or Zoroastrianism, or alienism, or whatever, no, it's Nazism. Okay, there's been books that have been uh, that were published, you know, a decade ago. I have one right behind me, uh, and it's red and and it says the rise. The title of the book is the rise of the Fourth Reich. That is correct. All right. So anyway, so mein Führer uh, Klaus Schwab here is he, he's naming them. I'm going to name them. It says profiles such as quote Angela Merkel. Tony Blair, which, by the way, people have reported seeing him shapeshift, so he's, he's you know, he's a reptilian, <clears throat> um, and a baby killer and all that other creepy stuff. Another one is Nicholas Sarkovsky. I don't know who that is. Um, Bill Gates. Bono. How about that? Of you, too. Bono was named by Klaus Schwab as one of his boys. Richard Branson. Now that's that guy that you know, Virgin, Virgin, you know, and empires and planes and all that stuff he's into. Jorma Olila from Shell Oil. Jose Manuel Barroso, the president of the European Commission. Oh, that's handy. <laughs> Goodness gracious! But listen to this. 
Now, you know, if if uh, if if uh, Dr. Joy were listening to this, she'd be smelling from ear to ear because it's that whole, you know, blue blood thing. Crown Princess Victoria of Sweden. See, a lot of these things, you know, you know, we don't hear about a lot of these people. We don't hear about a lot of these people. Now, I didn't even know that there was essentially a king in Belgium. I didn't. I didn't realize that. I mean, I could have looked it up, but I just really didn't have. But then I, you know, um, uh, a person in Belgium, Jamil, uh, has been listening and sending me communications and stuff. And he was talking about, well, the king this and the king that. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of kings and queens and blah blah and crown prince this and that and the other thing. They're all over the place. They're all over the place. So the list of Klaus Schwab's Mind Kampf list here goes on. Crown Prince Victoria of Sweden, Crown Prince Hakan of Norway, Crown Prince Frederick of Denmark, Prince James de Bourbon de Parme of Netherlands, Princess Rima bint Bandar al-Saud, Ambassador for Saudi Arabia in the United States, Shakinda Arden, Prime Minister of New Zealand, Alexa any big surprises there, by the way? <laughs> Not to me. Alexa, I used to want to live there. I thought New Zealand was kind of cool, and I dug the whole concept of a town called Christchurch and all that. Now I'm like, forget that noise. Uh, Alexander de Croo, Prime Minister of Belgium. Emmanuel Macron. No, you say. Emmanuel Macron? Oh, come on. He's a poster child for kindness and niceness and hugging and kissing babies. No. He's not. For eating babies is more like it. Sana Marin, Prime Minister of Finland. Carlos Alvarado Quesada, uh, President of Costa Rica. Wow, I'm surprised he made the cut. Costa Rica, you can, you can go jogging for 15 minutes and make it from one side of the country to the other. Um, uh, Faisal uh, Alabrahim, uh, Minister of Economy and Planning in Saudi Arabia. Shauna Aminat, uh, Minister of Environment and Climate uh, Change and Technologies of the Maldives. Uh, it's another small. Anyway, whatever. Um, Ida out, just goes to show it doesn't. It's not about. It's not about the size of the country that matters. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, it, it, Ida Alkin, uh, uh, member of parliament, former minister of the environment in Denmark. Uh, Alina Berdock, uh, minister of foreign affairs, leader of the alliance in uh, Daegunen, Germany. Um, uh, Kamisa Kamara, Minister of Digital Ec- Economy and Planning a- in Mali. That, that would be West Africa. Uh, Eugene uh, Dorji, Minister of Domestic Affairs in Bhutan. Uh, Christia Freeland, Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Finance in Canada. So it ain't just Trudeau by himself. He's got a team there. Uh, Martin Guzman, Minister of Finance in Argentina. Muhammad uh, Hamad Azar, Minister of Energy in Pakistan. Paul Ingabira, Minister of Information and Communication Technology in Rwanda. I'm I'm seeing a lot more in Africa than I would have guessed. Um, The list goes on. Ronald Lamola, South Africa. Uh, Brigitte Olsen, uh, is in Sweden. Mona Salin, party leader of Social Democrats uh, in Sweden. Got a bunch in Sweden. No surprise there. Stav uh, Shafir, leader in the Green Party in Israel. Uh, Vera Daves de Souza, Minister of Finance in Angola. Uh, uh, Leonard D. Leonard Di- DiCaprio. Oh, oh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, look, <laughs> well. 
I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Whatever. Matthias Klum, photographer and environmentalist. Jack Ma, founder of Alibaba. That's a, they're really big. They sell junk is what it is, but they sell Chinese junk and, and a lot of it. So they're very, very big and blah, blah, blah. Larry Page, founder of Google. Hey, I'm so surprised. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, Rick and Patel, founder of Avaz. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's big and powerful. Uh, David the Rothschild. No, come on. There's no possible way it would be David Rothschild. Oh, Jiminy Cricket. Jimmy Whale, founder of Wikipedia. Ooh, Wikipedia. Uh-oh. Jacob Wallenberg, chairman of, of, of Investor. Uh, Nicholas Stenstrom, founder of Skype. Whoa, that's kind of creepy. Oh, here's one. Now, I am blown away. There's no way I would even imagine this name to be on this list. Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook. Oh, man. (laughs) And what is he? Isn't that an Android? I don't mean hybrid. I'm talking about pure Android. Have you seen some of the Androids that the Japanese are making right now? Doesn't he look like one of them? He looks like Data off of Star Trek. I think Data's his dad or something. Anyway, oh, get this one. Pete Buttigieg, the United States Secretary of Transportation. Wow. If you had any idea what happens at um, the um, Bohemian Grove Gog and Magog uh, cabins, they have like cabins where... They get together and do things. That that one there is for the Bush group, Herbert Walker Bush and Georgie and all those creepy, satanic, evil, baby-killing, child-molesting murderers. Yeah. You don't – let's put it this way. You don't want to know what they do there. I'll just leave it at that. There are some things you learn that you can't unlearn. All right. That being said – Let's continue to move through the news. United States and the United Kingdom need war at any cost, according to Russia. And you know what? I totally agree with them. Um, General Wesley Clark has been telling people now publicly for an awful long time that they need, you know, the forces of darkness need a um, black swan event. And that's basically a false flag. But it's typically a false flag that's used for the purpose of stopping something else from happening, something big. So, you know, they're pushing real hard on this whole Ukraine thing. And and the one thing to me that sense – now, a lot of people are defaulting. Oh, World War III, World War III. I used to do that all the time, but I don't do that anymore. Um, Is a black swan event. If the if the if the global satanic crime syndicate was able to poke the bear enough, bring in all they got to do is bring in a just truckloads of Thad missile systems and put them right over there by Donbask. If they do that and they put Thad missile systems all along the eastern coast of the Ukraine, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> you can believe Putin's coming in. You absolutely that will be beyond the last straw. <clears throat> even even the leadership in the Ukraine is going, 
be quiet, United States. You're causing this whole thing. But, you know, whatever. But, um, yep, so anyway, a lot of controversy over all the things that are going on over there. But you know what? Would you want nuclear missiles, tactical nukes by the hundreds, you know, within striking distance from missile launchers to your capital city? I mean, talk about poking the bear. Man, you couldn't, you know, short of just flying a B-2 bomber over Moscow and taking out a building, I don't know what else you could do to antagonize the guy more. Next one up, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Explosion in eastern Ukraine, according to reports. And it says, um, uh, it says, uh, I don't want to skip over it. I'm looking for, usually I highlight it. Several unverified reports on social media and local media have claimed that a large bank could be heard in the territory of the self-proclaimed Donetsk People's Republic of Eastern Ukraine on Saturday. Some alleged eyewitnesses said that they felt an actual shock wave. Okay. So I don't know. What was that? I don't know. Maybe maybe that Kent State M80 went off or something. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I, I you know not enough, not enough. They're ha- you know they were going to use some kind of a false flag. They need something much much bigger. Next one up. Ukraine's president demands. To, this is from the Daily Mail. Ukraine's president demands to see the United States evidence of rush of a Russian invasion on Wednesday, as Moscow accuses the West of provoking war. Quote at any cost. First, families returned to the United Kingdom after government told the Brits to get out now. An intelligence report warned that Russian President Vladimir Putin wants to invade the Ukraine on Wednesday. Intelligence? Or just a lion sack of Labrador? Next one up. United States Secretary of uh, State Antony Blinken is currently on a call with Russian diplomat Sergei Lavrov to discuss the crisis. Yeah, sure he is. <laughs> it's just Lavrov, you know, I, I don't know how he can put up with it. Oh well. Next one. It comes it comes as he launched military drills in Belarus on Saturday alongside major sea drills in the Black Sea. What would you do if you had nuclear bombs coming toward you? Growing list of countries urged citizens to leave the Ukraine, including Germany, Netherlands, Spain, Spain, and Belgium. Oh, no! And many embassies in Kiev, including the United Kingdom and the United States, will operate skeleton crews as majority of the staff are told to evacuate. Sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> just absolute this whole world is so messed up doesn't it make you wonder why God waits so long man that is merciful that really is merciful praise God alright next one up hallelujah thank you Jesus free speech declared as terrorism threat by the United States Department of Homeland Security now if you haven't read the actual pub- publication or whatever, executive order statement or whatever, at whitehouse.gov. This article here does a really good job of capturing it all. So I want to go ahead and share this with you because this could be the beginning of the end. Um, now, I, I know that that is a really wide open for interpretation statement. So I guess I, I when I say the beginning of the end, um, 
you have to be a little bit of a World War II expert. You have to understand the role of Goebbels. You have to understand how over time, really not over an awful lot of time, but you know that, that what we're seeing happening now, not just in the United States, which has a constitutional amendment that makes it absolutely you know, as against the law as it could possibly be, against the Constitution as it could possibly be. Um, but anyway, the point is, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me just read this to you. So, but anyway, I, but I'm letting you know, what you got to do is you got to take this and you got to like multiply it times 5,000. Okay, right now, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's only about, you know, the damage that it's potentially going to do. I mean, you've got to see where this is heading. That's what I'm trying Think about the end game and how this could branch out. It may Right now, it may be just big tech censorship. What happens later? What happens when it goes to – what happens when, when uh, you know, the White House uh, sends a memo over to the owners of GoDaddy? Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of websites would be all censored. It, the potential for this to, to be – I can't even think of the right words. I mean, this is so bad that words cannot capture how bad it is because this is essentially – the catalyst that Nazi Germany used to imprison people from all – you know, we, we, we know about the Jews, and the number that they throw around is 6 million, right? And we know that that was absolutely beyond horrible and definitely not something we even want to think about, visualize, or repeat, or whatever. It was horrible, horrible. But what people don't realize is the millions of other nationalities that Hitler attacked, threw into you know prison camps, beat to death, uh, worked to death. Um, it what you know now the Jews were the worst; they were treated the worst. But there, it's really it's it's like I don't know what the number was. I think it was 14 million. A lot more people died at the hands of Hitler than people realize. Now. And they were of all nationalities. So now take what I'm about to read to you right here, because remember, you know, you might know what the Gestapo was. The Gestapo were the, the police that had a special mission, and that special mission was to go round up people. I mean, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it on purpose. But the Gestapo was a division of the police that were federalized under Mein Fuhrer, all right, under Hitler. And their purpose was to knock on doors and take people away. Okay? Now, ask yourself this question. What was it? And, and it could have been like millions of people. We, we, I don't even think we have a count of how many people were taken away, beaten, killed, murdered, raped, tortured, starved to death. From just the Gestapo alone. Okay, are you putting this together now? All right. Now then, remember that Hitler called Germany the fatherland. When George Bush came out after 9-11, which was totally a false flag, he announced the establishment of home land security, and I just about fell off my chair. 
I may have, I don't know, I flipped. I definitely flipped because being a little bit of a, you know, intermediate expert on World War II, when I heard Homeland Security and I knew that Nazi Germany was referred to as the fatherland, homeland, fatherland, homeland, fatherland, it's one and the same. All right. <clears throat> now they are they you know back then they didn't have the electronic surveillance systems that they have today. It was all done on paper. Now they essentially have electronic files on every single one of us. There's not a single. And I, I all the time I have people you know that are that have been regular listeners of the show. Sometimes some of them are over you know 11 year listeners and been around since we first started. And they're like, I'm going off the grid. Please take my name off of this list. Please, you know, I'm, I'm going to use Proton Mail. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, it's too late, man. You don't know what you're doing. You're wasting your time and your money. It's too late. You're done. You're already on the list. But, 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 but. No. When you're on the list, you're on the list. And you were on the list a long, 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 long time ago. And you know what? It's no big deal, really, when you think about it, because the only protection that's going to mean anything is residing in the secret place of the Most High, Psalm 91. And the vast majority of Christians will not qualify, because they don't love the Lord their God with all their heart, their mind, and their soul. And they don't reside in the secret place of the Most High in prayer throughout the day. You're going to see a lot of Christians die, folks. Let's hope that you're not one of them. Let's hope that you're on your knees. Let's hope that you are residing in the secret place of the Most High now. And if you're not, work your way toward it. And the first step is to pray in tears with all your might that God will pour out his love into you so you fall in love with him. Be honest with him. Tell him, I don't love you enough, and I want to. And don't expect it to happen on Wednesday when you started praying on Monday. It takes a while. But it'll happen. Happen to me. All right. All right. So anyway, I'm going to read this article. I took some of my BP meds, and boy, that makes my mouth so uh, dry. I'm like sucking down tons of water. Hold on a second. Mm. Ah. Love my 32-ounce Coleman squeezies. You can't even get these things anymore. I don't even know why they don't make them. Oh, well. I bought a case, and I'm still working on the case. I'm getting low, though, because after a while, they start to break. But anyway, um, so this is entitled Threat by United States Department of Homeland Security. It was published by WorldNet Daily. I already knew about it, already read it. I already thought to myself, wow. Because when you understand the Gestapo, when you understand how they operated, it, if you had a radio, they took you to a prison camp. Not allowed to have a radio. It, you know, if you said anything, thought anything, acted in any sort of way, there was a tone of voice, a rolling of the eyes, anything that could be interpreted as being out of alignment with the mission of the Nazi Party, the you know, the Fuhrer, you know, Hitler, the whole deal. You were either gun ho or you were in a prison camp. So, you, or you faked it really good. So, anybody that didn't totally agree and totally support Hitler in every possible way, 
got taken to a prison camp by the Gestapo. Now imagine what's going to happen. I'm hoping we're not going to be here for this. But what's going to end up happening when they start taking people to the FEMA camps? By the millions. Hmm? Now then, and I, I mentioned to you about the, the, the state grants about 10 years ago in preparation for pandemics and, you know, outbreaks of Ebola. That was the pretense. The pretense was outbreaks of Ebola and things like that. And under that pretense, the federal government provided grants to the emergency operation centers of virtually every county in the United States. Now, granted, there may be some very, very low population counties out there in the middle of nowhere, and they may not have been eligible. But for the most part, most counties were eligible, and they bought what's known as high-end incinerators. The thing that's referred to as a FEMA coffin is actually patented as a cremation container for cadaver. That's the official patent name. And the reason why, if you search on the Internet and you look at all these stacks of green FEMA coffins that are out there all over the place, and there's tens of thousands of them stacked up in some major cemeteries all over the country, Um Brother Kenneth, when he was doing a radio show with me, he, he went to a uh, – up in Pittsburgh, he went to a particular um, government-sponsored um, graveyard, and he spotted a whole – I mean, it was like acres, acres of the things. In the patent, what's fascinating is one of the problems that the Nazi Germany had – it was a problem. They knew they had a problem, but even their own people were scared to death of them because of the Gestapo. So he never said nothing. But one of the problems they had was when they were burning the bodies, the smell of human flesh is a very unique and creepy smell. And so the smokestacks that were running 24 by 7 as they were rolling all these bodies into these ovens to burn them were giving off human burning flesh smell, and it would just like roll through the countryside for miles and miles and miles. And the people in the local towns were like, that's burning flesh. They didn't know where it was coming from unless they had a kid in the military that was working at one of those camps, like Treblinka or whatever, and he'd go on leave. And then under, you know, you can believe in fear for his his life or her life, they clandestinely and secretly told their parents what they saw. So the word got out, but it didn't really get out, if you know what I mean. They, kept, they were afraid for their lives, so they kept it secret, but they knew. Some did. But that smell is, you know, you know that smell. Anytime you've ever burned yourself accidentally or whatever, you, you know, that kind of thing. That was everywhere. Now, if you look at the patent for cremation container for cadaver, which is what people affectionately refer to as FEMA coffins. I'm joking tongue-in-cheek only affectionately. You got to be pretty sick, like Klaus Schwab, to you know that kind of thing. But anyway, when you read the patent, the fascinating thing about the patent is it states that why why is this such an amazing invention? 
Well, the reason why is because the plastic that it's made out of when it's rolled into an incinerator with up to four human bodies in it, first off, you have to understand those incinerators, you can take a tree trunk that's like, you know, three feet across, four feet almost. You can take a tree trunk, throw it into one of those incinerators, and it will literally vaporize in 20 seconds. Imagine that. They're amazing. You can take four human bodies, put them inside a cremation container for a cadaver, which is a FEMA coffin, roll it into one of those incinerators. And the wonderful thing about these special plastic containers, it states it in the actual patent, is that the plastics are designed to collapse in on the contents and contain all fumes, all smells, all that stuff. Now, of course, they tell everybody this is a wonderful thing because you don't want that creepy, weird, uh, Marlberg, Ebola, you know, strange virus from whatever. You don't want that escaping. So, you know, they, they pitch it under the guise of, you know, pandemic stuff. But in reality, they created it to solve, they created it that way to solve the problem that Nazi Germany had, which was huge, of burning human flesh, you know, rolling across the entire country or multiple countries. That was a real problem for them. So, not that they cared, but, you know, but it was still a problem. So um, that is very, very important to note. And now remember, as I read this to you, don't forget, every letter you've ever sent, it's possible that a very significant number of the phone calls that you have made, text messages, you name it, websites that you've visited over the last 10 10 years or longer, 15, 20, that data is in the supercomputers. Now, granted, you know, there are 350 million people in the United States of Babylon the Great. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of data. And so they have to do what's called unmasking, and they have to look for particular keywords and targets and things like that. So it's not like, you know, and, and if you're, you know, if you're like 55, 58, or 68 years, you know, you're not a threat. You know, so I find it just tongue-in-cheek almost unbelievable how many people out there think that they're going to disappear off the grid. I bought a book by Kevin Mitnick, who is known as supposedly one of the greatest hackers in the world. And it's all about disappearing yourself electronically off the grid. I read about, oh, I don't know, the first half of the first chapter, and I took it and chucked it across the room because it's a bunch of crap. I, and, 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 you know, and, you know, Dog, oh, maybe I should have said dog poo-poo. Hey, kids, is, is dog poo-poo okay? So anyway, as you sit there and think to yourself, boy, you know, for only $59.95 a month, I can get this, you know, and it, it's going to disappear. Forget it. A waste of time. So anyway, guess what? But the power of the Lord, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the protection that you get through our Father, now that's some serious power. When the Gestapo comes into your cul-de-sac 
they will mysteriously not knock on your door. See, that's the kind of protection I want. And if it's my time to go, then it's my time to go. One thing is for sure, I'm going to be telling them about Jesus to the point that I'm going to... I will annoy them with Jesusness so much that I probably will not arrive at the FEMA camp alive, which is cool because then I'll be in heaven. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and read this to you. Praise God. Listen to this. Threat by the United States Department of Homeland Security. Now remember, multiply it times a thousand. Right now, not so bad, but soon, real bad. In a move at suppressing alternate media and censorship, what are we doing right now? What are we? We're alternate media. What is Dr. Joy Jeffrey Pugh? Alternate media. <clears throat> what is Zen? Alternate media. Now, Zen, they probably will come for him last because, uh, you know, he, he focuses on other stuff that's less threatening to them. And quite honestly, they're really looking for the French Revolution people first. They want to get the threat, any of them that would rise up, the Alex Jones, Jonesyites. Okay. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for the foolish virgins that are going to grab guns and pitchforks and go into the street. That's what that, there's, those are the ones that the Kasalapa wants to get into the FEMA camps right away. The loving, kind, and compassionate true Christians that are just like Jesus, they're not a threat. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and continue to read this. It says, listen, free speech has been declared as a terrorism threat by the United States Department of Homeland Security. The DHS claims that there have been deceptive narratives around COVID-19 mandates or vaccines. Now, but, but it covers everything. Listen to this. Wait, wait until you see the, the blanket statement. It says, owing to false and misleading narratives, misinformation, and conspiracy theories, which, of course, <laughs> who, says, who says what's a theory, right? The United States Department of Homeland Security announced an elevated terrorism danger on February the 7th, so about a week ago. So they're saying, they're telling everybody, elevated danger, elevated danger, elevated danger, elevated danger, conspiracy theorists everywhere, false narratives, false narratives. They ought to be gathered up and thrown into a FEMA camp. Good stop, Owen. Putting this together? All right. Next one up. The United States FEMA, you know, I don't have any, I don't have a fear. I, I'm not even in the slightest bit, I mean, you know. If there is a red and blue list, I've got to be on the red list. But on the other, on the flip side of that coin, all I ever preach is love and kindness and compassion and the power of the name of the Lord Jesus, which these entities and freaks don't really care much about. I'm like the least of their worries. Anyway, it goes on to say, the United States remains in a heightened threat environment. This is literally on the White, you know, WhiteHouse.gov website. The United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment, the internetosphere, filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Who says so? Right. And other forms of mis-dis-and-mal-information. 
Whoa. Pretty much covered it all, didn't they? And slash or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. Notice that they threw in domestic. Yeah. The agency didn't actually say who is to blame for the suspected spread of misinformation or disinformation, whether foreign or domestic forces. So basically, the most dangerous kind of law that you can have, the most dangerous type of executive order that you can have, the most dangerous you can have is one that is vague. Because that means that the Gestapo gets to interpret it however they want. And they can knock on your door for whatever reason they want. They can extraordinarily you know, extraordinary rendition you, out, you know, pick you up in the middle of the night for whatever reason they want. Okay. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, praise God. New Biden hire. Listen to this. New Biden hire is a drag queen who wears stilettos and discusses having sex with animals. It says a recent high-level hire at the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy is a drag queen, LGBTQ activist who has lectured on kink at college campuses and participated in interviews about fetish role play. In one interview, Sam Brinton, now a top Biden official, even discusses having sex with animals. Why are we still here? Why are we still here? Next one up. WorldNet Daily again reports Biden still sending tax dollars to the Taliban. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Next one up. Pro um, uh, beta, beta forces rally in Libya as political crisis deepens. So again, Libya is so upside down, sideways, and at war all the time internally. You know, when they say the crisis deepens, I'm like, what are you comparing it to? <laughs> this has been going on since Gaddafi. So anyway, but I'm always interested in anything going on in you know Libya because of the ceremony uh, vision of 1979 and how the Lord showed her, uh, you know, now, this is what she saw. I'm not saying it's the only event. I'm just saying this is what she saw. And that was a missile being launched from Libya. It was actually launched by Iran, but from the grounds of Libya into Israel uh, with a nuclear tip on it. And what do you think Israel would do if that happened? Right. <clears throat> and, of course, you know, the Mossad are so punch struck on ignorance not that they wouldn't have any idea that it was iran come on anyway for whatever all right next one up walmart starbucks amongst retailers dropping all mask requirements retailer could influence what other companies decide on regarding masks walmart is also giving 75 dollars to employees once they are fully vaccinated hey Oh, I'm sorry um, that you have that neurological disorder that is going to keep you in the hospital the rest of your life. But did you have a good time at the 75? Next one. Defund the police is dead, according to Pelosi. Why is that entity allowed to do anything? 
Where's Doc Marquis in that FEMA camp at? I know, I'm hoping Doc Marquis is in heaven. I think he would be. Praise God. Next one up. Again, but, but look. It, I, I could sit here and read this, you know, defunding the police is not a policy of the current Democratic blah, blah, blah. See, what happens is they're, they're flipping the narrative around now because they see the midterm elections coming. So if they are not successful at pushing Putin into a full-scale war event, you know, war event okay, in um, the Ukraine, now they could potentially, I don't know how exactly they would pull it off, but I'm sure they would make up some lies like they always do and use it as an excuse to delay, uh, push forward, uh, postpone, whatever, the midterm elections. I don't know. But I struggle, though, as I reason through that as how they would be able to make the argument to do so. So I don't know. It, so what you see, what it seems to be that we see happening here are multiple dynamics. One dynamic is these the, the global satanic crime syndicate on the left, which is also on the right as well, but mostly on the left for now, um, is, is backing off on a lot of the stuff that made people mad as they see the midterm elections you know approaching as if that's going to matter <laughs> where's the shrimp fork next one up ex obama official on how canada should handle the truckers and this ex obama official says slash the tires steal their gas and cancel their insurance bum 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 this is a person by the name of juliet km Unreal. Next one up. Hallelujah. World Net Daily reports, and, and this, by the way, has been out there. It's been reported multiple places. It's uh, there's a uh, a live. Uh, you can go to BitChute and find it. A video, a live, uh, a, um, uh, you know, testimony or interview with some, you know, and and again, embalmer alarmed by mysterious blood clots in vaccinated people. This is exploding. Um, I believe they I'll read this to you. It says in an interview with Steve Kirsch, Hirschman said that last month he found that, listen to this, 65 percent of his cases exhibited the clots. And they're creepy, too. We're not talking about little little bitty clots. We're talking about long, stringy, fibrous. It like makes Morgellons disease look. Like, you know, the chicken pox. Really creepy stuff. Next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Trapped in international monetary fund debt. Anybody surprised about that? Anybody surprised at the United States of Babylon the Great? If you truly understand how the United States conquers other countries through the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund by going in and creating dams and highway systems and all that kind of stuff and then running up like a multi-billion dollar debt in countries that can't afford to ever pay it back, and then they call in the debt. And when they don't pay the debt, they they take out the leader of the country and then we put somebody else in place. And the ones that take out the leaders are known as jackals. Those are specialized CIA agents that are on call and they are killers. It's like you see in the movies all the time. It's all real. 
All right, trapped in international monetary fund debt, Argentina turns to Russia and joins China's belt and road. So Argentina is like going, oh, my gosh, we got $44 billion that these guys sucker punched us into signing up for, and uh, we're going to run to Russia and China to save us. Um, if the process continues to do what it's always done, the, I would anticipate that whoever Argentina's leader is, is going to go away, says President Alberto Fernandez, traveled to Russia and China. Because right about the time that the leader of the country reneges on the IMF debt is when the jackals are sent in. And then we, you know, we go out and Biden's like, Biden recommends, that is when he's not shape-shifting and, you know, duking his pants. Biden recommends, you know, uh, uh, you know, Franco Manzino to take the place of Alberto Fernandez. You know, it, it, we put we put our own puppet puppets in there, you know, which kind of is like what Hitler did do. All right. Next one up. Threat to Ukraine flight is revealed. And it goes on and says, uh, Kiev Sky Up Airlines has released a statement confirming that major inter, uh, international insurance companies notified Ukrainian carriers on Saturday that they will stop covering aircraft flying over to Ukraine within 48 hours. Bum, bum, bum. Next one up, Clinton campaign paid tech firm to link Trump to uh, Russian court filing. Now, what's really fascinating is now Trump's coming back out, and he's correct. He's correct. But basically, they have the proof. They pulled the FOIA uh, you know, documents down. They've analyzed them. And, uh, and well, uh, it's punishable by death. It's treasonous. I mean, this is – it isn't even a reach. You don't even have to have, take sides. This is Nuremberg trial stuff. But you know what? Just like Glenn Beck always says. Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a damn thing anymore. Kids, I know you don't like it when he says the D word, but are you okay with what he said there? Okay. Israel must prepare for immediate immigration of Ukrainian Jews, according to their minister. Hmm. Oh, and by the way, any Americans that try to run for their lives, if there is an invasion or whatever the case is, uh, and head into Poland, they uh, better have like a um, uh, a Q-tip jammed up their nose when they arrive, because if they don't have a, a valid negative PCR test or uh, evidence of a vaccine, Poland's going to be like, sorry, I know there's a lot of bombs over there and people are on fire, but you're going to have to go back and get a test. Welcome to planet Earth. Next up, Biden still sending tax dollars to the Taliban. Oh, boy. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Next up, the seeds of political violence are being sown in the church. And, of course, they show a bunch of uh, Christians, you know, uh, in the church, which is cool. But right in the middle of it, they have Donald Trump with a big old smirk on his face looking over at the camera. 
It's, um, it says, on Thursday night at Castle Rock, Colorado, a group called FEC United, FEC stands for Faith, Education, and Commerce, held a town hall meeting that featured a papori of Republican candidates and election conspiracy theorists. Uh-oh. In accordance with what was just put up on the, on the uh, call the Gustavo, 888-888-Z-something-say-something. Are you, get, are you starting to put it together? I hope you are. Because, boy, folks, all the laws, all the acts, all of them, everything's in place. Really. So if Klaus Schwab's claim and his smirk statement about looking forward to a global power outage, which, by the way, they can do uh, with cyber with cyber, bot, cyber bots that are already planted in the SCADA systems that control the power grid all over the world, all they got to do is push a button. And don't think for a minute they don't have it. As a matter of fact, Snowden told – he came out and he, that was one of the things that torqued his chops. He got upset when he realized how many – uh, evil, destructive, takedown bots, cyber bots that the United States had planted, even in our own, uh, you know, even in the in the countries that are our friends, allies, and that was that that really torqued him. That was like the last straw for Snowden. European Union banks get Russia warning. So again, uh, this particular headline is talking about the fact that now the, the global banking system is on red alert over the whole Ukrainian deal. And there, there's, you know, they got the Nord Stream 2 deal and all that kind of stuff, and it's all linked together. But again, I, you know, how much is going to be orchestrated? How much is real? You know, how many uh, crisis actors were involved in Charlie Hebdo? You know, I, you don't know. We we had there were five reportedly five active shooters at the Pulse Club, but the police came out and said there was only one. So again, you never really know what's going on. All right, uh, I I tend to believe the people that come out. When, if you watch YouTube and you listen to the people that are talking, you know, like while the smoke is still burning, that's usually where when you get the truth. All right, don't even get me going on the Las Las Vegas. Um, that oh my gosh, uh, it's just unbelievable. Next one up, Iceland hit by record-breaking waves amongst the highest ever measured in the world. Now, there's all kinds of weird, creepy climate change stuff that's going on continuously, um, and it's not getting better. It's getting worse. It is global. There's ice melting. There are um, chunks of glaciers, humongous, that are like the size of Manhattan, that if those things melt, it is going to definitely cause the seas to rise even further. They're already moving. Um, uh, uh, is, is it Jakarta? I think it's Jakarta, Indonesia, the, the capital. They're moving it um, uh, to, to another part of Indonesia because it's going underwater. I mean, there's places, there's all kinds of documentaries and stuff that you can watch in Louisiana and places where they're having to move people back. Um, anyway, listen to this. It says a violent bomb cyclone affecting Iceland on February the 7th and 8th produced hurricane force winds and record-breaking waves at the southern coast of the country. One of the waves reached, get this. 131 feet 
in size. <laughs> you know, there are people in California that would have tried to ride that one. <laughs> of course, they'd be dead, but you know, they at least they, 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 they you know at least they'd ha- they have their shirt. I rode the biggest wave ever. You know, wait till the meteor hits off off the coast of Puerto Rico. <sighs> That's gonna be a wow. I don't want to be here for that. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Over 320,000 people took part in the Freedom Convoy protest in France on Saturday. Okay, and again, it says more than 32,000 people took part, um, 7,600 gatherings in France. So there's still, even though France has backed off on a whole lot of the COVID things, they haven't backed off enough, and the French people aren't having nothing to do with it. And you don't want to mess with it. If, if there is going to be a country where the citizenry will you know, put together like uh, a million man march and they'll go right into the government complex and burn the government buildings down. If there is any country in the world that will do that, it's France. Watch out. And they know it too. That's why they back down a lot of times. All right, next one up. German nationals. Thank you, Jesus. uh, Are urged to leave the Ukraine. So, I mean, the, the list of countries and closings and warnings and all American citizens, 24 to 48 hours, get out of Dodge, you know, that kind of thing. It's just growing every single day. So, you know, it's part of the setup. We'll just have to see what happens. Next, I'm telling you, it's all about the Thad missile systems. If they, if they, you know, if they really want to push Putin's button and cause this, you know, and make, you know, the final straw kind of thing, all the U.S. has to do is roll in, you know, about... 20 miles of flatbed trains of side missile systems with SM-3 missiles. <laughs> Game over. Next one up. Thousands of protesters swarm Australian Parliament. The demonstrators who have been in Canberra for over a week want an immediate end to COVID restrictions. You see, man, it's just messed up. And they're all part of the Klaus Schwab buddy-buddy list. Next one up. Wall Street, major Wall Street banks start dropping mask mandates. Another headline, Ukrainians rally in support of government amidst tensions with Russia. It depends on who you talk to. I am privileged to know somebody who is from the Ukraine and have and and someone who has been a very, very long-term listener of the show, and her and I talk all the time about these things. And it's not as black and white as you think. There are a lot of Russians in the Ukraine, and there are a lot of Russians that would be just fine with Putin coming in and taking over the mess that they have. A lot. (sighs) Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The Epic Times reports some United States troops departing the Ukraine amidst escalating tensions with Russia, Pentagon confirms. Dun, dun, dun. Even pulling out the the American troops. They, they probably won't pull them all out. They need somebody to operate the THAAD missile systems, right? Unless they're doing like a high-speed training thing. Uh, listen to this headline. Hallelujah. Rand Paul says, and actually doesn't just say, but he urges the truckers to come protest COVID-19 mandates in the United States. So Rand Paul's like, bring it on. <laughs> is there anybody out there that wouldn't, I don't know, just for grins and giggles, I don't know, it's probably not very Christianly of me to think of this, but I would kind of like to see Rand Paul and Nancy Pelosi in a boxing ring with six-ounce gloves. 
<laughs> Rand Paul would definitely win. But anyway, whatever I says, you know, it's a pipe dream. <laughs> Russia pulls diplomats out of the Ukraine. Russia? Maybe they saw the FAD missile systems coming. Another headline, demonstrators uh, take to the streets in Vienna to protest COVID-19 restrictions and vaccine mandates. There's Vienna. I, you know, I got to hand it to the people in Austria. I, I'm surprised they waited as long as they did. But boy, oh boy, are they going to have to really, really protest. Because they're in trouble. And they're going to be getting federal federal fines. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine a monthly fine of $4,000 until you get the jab? Can you imagine that? And then, of course, ultimately you become in contempt of court because you can't pay it. And then what do they do with you? Throw you in a FEMA camp. Send the Gestapo after you. It's all happening. I suspect that they're just practicing. I suspect that they're seeing how much they can get away with. They, they're, you know, a lot of the countries are pulling back. They got to deal with the midterms. The Global Satanic Crime Syndicate is not stupid, but they've got, you know, the Klaus Schwab, you know, I don't know what you want to call them, partners in crime, uh, and they're testing them. They're trying to break them. They want to see how far they can push them. If they don't understand how far they can push them, then they won't understand how far they can push the people in every one of the other 195 countries. And they need to know. That's my theory. But, you know, I'm as wrong as anybody else is nowadays. We'll just have to wait and see what's happening. Demonstration against COVID-19 health passes and vaccinations is taking place in Paris. So they did back off on a whole bunch of stuff. But the people in Paris are like, forget it. Sorry. Get rid of the health passes or nothing doing. We're not going home. Watch Canadian truckers defy court injunction, main border on the blockade. So they, they blocked the bridge, and then now they're coming out and they're arresting them. Zero tolerance, multiple arrests made as police clear protesters blockading Canada-U.S. bridge. Trudeau even had the chutzpah to come out and say, I don't care what country you're in, United States, Austria, Sweden, Netherlands, uh, Antarctica. If you do, if you even give so much as five bucks to one of these truckers, we're going to come after you. It's a crime. (laughs) Why is he still there? I don't understand it. It's just amazing. Why wouldn't – I don't know. I don't understand it. Okay. Seems to me like the truckers should have driven right up to their parliament building, and they should have just done a January 16th, gone in, got your Trudeau, put him in the back of the truck, and just drove him away. Stick him in the back of a refrigerator truck. Turn the temperature down to minus, you know, minus 40 degrees or something. Give him a coat. Don't be mean. But get rid of him. Take him out of there. Truck him the heck out of that country. And that would really make Klaus Schwab mad. He's like, oh, man, that was one of my best friends. Next one up. Doctors can prescribe iver, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to, to, to treat COVID-19, according to the Oklahoma Attorney General. Oh, man. I can see Soros rolling his satanic eyes right now going, ar, ar, ar. Uh, it's just listen to this abrupt. These are headlines abrupt end to mask mandates reflects shifting political landscape. 
That's one. Another one. No vaccination proof for the Oscars. Another one. Restrictions will soon be a thing of the past. Another one. Hawaii will not require tourists to be boosted. Another one. United Kingdom to drop all isolations. Hmm? What's going on here? And you know what? I am going to withhold adjudication. You know why? Because Dr. Joy and Brother Zen are about to come on, and they can take over the adjudication. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Dr. Joy, are you there? Yes. How are you doing tonight, John? Hey, doing good, doing good. I'm going to um, pop a quick um, email over to Zen because he did say he was going to come, but, you know, sometimes, the, you know, his um, therapy and things like that run over a little bit. So I'll just um, do a quick touch point with Zen real quick to, to see if he's going to be able to make it. Um, if you can join us, we would love it um if not no problem god I like to capitalize god god bless you brother yeah i don't see his uh skype call on the uh on the on the deck here i'm looking one more time no i don't see it i don't see the skype call so it looks like it's you know you're it um uh dr Troy, <laughs> uh, which is great um you know unless zen's able to join a little bit later and then we can bring him bring him on and comment but um you know what i'm really curious about you know yes i'm really curious given the width breadth and depth of your understanding of all things creepy new world order end time stuff that the that you know the whole world is going through right now to some degree um and right now we got the midterm elections coming up and and, and this is going to take speculation on your part i mean you know i i, I am i'm asking you to speculate um i i think the the listening audience is curious what your thoughts are and they're probably curious to know what you predict might happen or what you think the top three things might happen, uh, you know, uh, over the next, you know, several months or whatever, Uh, because there's some weirdness going on. I know you're aware of it Um, right now. um, You know, basically COVID restrictions are being dropped very it's, it's it's astonishing. It's astonishing on a global level how many COVID restrictions are being dropped. It is uh, amazing. Not only that, but um, I just saw a report that the uh, Food and Drug Administration has decided to hold off on the authorization of uh, giving vaccines to children. So that's now put on hold. Uh, Everything is like backtracking, and the only countries that are still in full effect, it appears, is essentially Australia, a little bit in New Zealand, Austria, Canada, and a little bit in France. But pretty much everybody else is backed off. And I, I struggle with this. I mean, you know, they made such incredible progress on this whole Global Reset 2.0 deal. Um, Oh, and also, I, I'm curious to, to, and I'll remind you, I'm, I'm not trying to drown you in, in questions right up right front, but uh, I'm also curious your thoughts about 
Klaus Schwab, and and you know he's like king Nazi for the world. This guy's like, and he's overt. He's like right out there. He's like, we are the elite. We are going to run this world. All the major corporations need to be in and involved in it, and everybody else is our slaves. And he's like right out there, and he says it publicly, and he's not even shy about it. So, but he's telling people that he's looking forward to a global power outage because he believes that will move their global control agenda forward very, very speedily with martial law. I find that very interesting because Klaus Schwab also, quote, 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 predicted the global pandemic. Um, And then um, I'm also curious your thoughts on the Ukraine and and if you think it's going to amount to anything. But I just thought I'd throw those through because those are the three biggies that are going on right now. And your, your vision, your theories, your estimations of what may or may not happen, given, you know, all the stuff that you're intimately aware of. I'm just curious, what are your thoughts about all these things? Maybe starting out, you know, what's going on? Why are they backing off all of a sudden on the COVID stuff? And I don't know, what do you think's going on with Russia and all that stuff and and the EMP with, with Klaus? Well, you know, there's been a lot that's been happening that I've been really trying to stay up with a lot of the things that you're mentioning because some of the things that uh, have got to play out to be able to get us to the point of taking us as a, let's say, a universal group of humanity and putting us under a surveillance system that will lead to the mark of the beast, they have uh, tried very desperately to get everyone to be vaccinated. And because of the Omicron variants that they had, it's been very obvious that um, in this last group uh, that's just come out with this uh, B1 and uh, now the B2, that your vaccination program is really kind of null and void. Now, they may try to say that those that, you know, have a vaccination are not going to die, but that's not the case. So when we think about um, why do we use, you know, certain types of things to make sure people don't get diseases, in the past, if you took, let's say, a polio vaccination, you did not come down with polio. Neither did you transmit polio to another person. And clearly we've seen that the process of what they set out to do uh, to make people believe what they were going to do clearly did not happen. And I think that, uh, you know, the fact that they've got Pfizer, Moderna, and some of those people rushing to try to get to a vaccination program to go after those particular uh, new variants, what's happening is that they're becoming more infectious. And it may be to the point that, as I have said from the very get-go, that this COVID stuff was all part of a plan of bioweapon against humanity. And whether you got the vaccine, whether you didn't get the vaccine, they were going to get to the point that they were going to try to make sure everybody gets infected. Because if you get infected with it, you still have a bioweapon that goes inside of your body. It definitely is not a normal virus in the wild. 
the way that we know that is because to be able to get gain of function, you have to make some type of a genetic modification into that particular virus to be able to patent it. And once it was patented, then you can come out with the vaccination programs which are patented so that people make money off of it. So if they can get people to feel that the newer versions or the newer variants are not going to maybe cause them to die like the initial uh, variants were, then what happens is they get you to take the mask off. They get you to get into crowds. They encourage you to go to the Super Bowls and the concerts and the things that are happening around the world, be back flying and doing other things because they want you to be infected. They want you to get the bioweapon within you because, in essence, there is spike protein in in the bioweapon. And once it lodges into the body, it can do a lot of strange things. Um, and that's the thing that I think that uh, is important to note that this virus was changed. It was a gain-of-function bioweapon. And, again, the opening of the borders and the uh, not pushing so much to make people do something tells me that they've come up with, a you know, kind of a different plan, which I truly believe, John, they had all the time. I mean, it was kind of like um, they – they are the ones who present the crisis with the answers to the crisis. They are the ones who know the antidotes. They are the ones that cause us to fall into the game plan. And um, this has been something that's been going on for a very long time. I mean, it's not something, like I mentioned in, in all the work that I do and have done since 1999, since my first book came out, explaining viruses and vaccinations and all the stuff that's involved with it, um, I clearly said a long time ago, and you can go back and read my first books and write into the updated versions and everything else, I've been trying to you know, blow the whistle that this was coming down the pike because the way that you get people to do what you want them to do is you scare them to death. You, you present a crisis that causes people to trust in something that they would normally not trust in just out of fear. And when you get mob mentality behind it, it drives it even greater. So everything that we've seen building up to the point of, you know, before COVID came around, we had all the, the mobs and the crises that were happening around the world, and people don't realize they were happen, happening in places that they were building the central bank system up and that they were pushing for the central banks to be in these certain countries and getting rid of these other things and forming uh, a convergence plan to bring uh, a currency into a one-world currency, which would literally become something as a cryptocurrency that you cannot get to. And they're being quite successful in making that happen around the world. Uh, and then you bring in a pandemic, that you literally start putting things in people's bodies and you start changing them. And clearly the research that I've done and the research that's out there that most people, if you would just spend time looking into it, you find that within these products that they were giving people, there were things that were like graphene. There were things that had uh, strange uh, capabilities. Um, I was recently reading something where uh, there was a technology uh, called uh, think uh, like a, a gripper thing that you could actually swallow to administer medicine that would lodge itself 
and it was a little tiny, tiny nano robots. And that was something I was writing about a long time ago, back in 2006 and 2007, about nanotechnology and that these little bitty tiny robots that are like the size of dust particles that you can put on the end of a swab. And if you stop and think about PCR tests that everybody's running, you know, out to get to see if you've got a problem, that if they had those little nano robots stuck inside the swab, which that was what they were using to be able to put the nano robots into people, those things are patented uh, to deliver medicines. There's all kinds of you know concerns that I have. We're now seeing that you're getting free masks delivered, or the masks okay? I mean, is somebody really paying attention to where those masks, how they're developed, what's in them? When they first started delivering masks, we know that some people did some evaluations on them, and they did have some strange things that were you know being found. The same thing with the. The nasal swabs, there was, you know, the increase in black lung fungus uh, that just escalated when they started using these things. And then, you know, the fact that there is nanotechnology out there in these gripper uh, kinds of technology that um, medicine can be put in, and the way that they gave it to animals is they used cotton swabs. So there's all these kinds of, you know, nanotechnology that's out there that they can use to further their agenda. So you, you try to get people one way, and if you can't get them that way, then you've got another way. And if you can't get them that way, you've got a, you know another way to do that. So I see that you know the majority of people have either been exposed to the virus or going to get the virus. And uh, in talking to some you know medical professionals, they're seeing all kinds of different variants. Uh, that you know that there's still some delta, there's still this, there's still that that's out there. But the main thing out is they're all changing. But it's still the same viral thing that is a bioweapon that is part of what's going on. And then you also can find, if you do research like I've done, that the animal population is also spiraling in these same coronaviruses that are not, um, you know, in the wild. They are not, as nature designed them, they have been given gain-of-function properties and so animals are giving it to other animals, and then animals can give it to humans. And humans, each time you get it changing and mutating and becoming chimeric, it changes and it does something different. So that you really set up a process of it being like a you know a yearly flu epidemic, where it continually comes on and comes on, so it's infecting more people and more people. So there was you know all of that was the intention of what can we do to continue to depopulate the people on this planet and that's one of the things when you're talking about um, the people behind the World Economic Forum and the fact that Klaus and them were so involved with that and the sustainability goals of the United Nations I mean if people to stay take time to read those sustainability goals that are out there and then you see where you know all these countries came together back in uh, October and November and you had the the Pope actually behind it all as well, and and when you see that these countries they they meet and then they come together and try to figure out, you know, how is it that we can be able to sustain um, the world? And I think that that 2021 UN 26 uh, annual climate change conference was was pretty well explained, and I think that. Um, 
the whole intent was to bring people together to say, look, this this is where we're headed, and we're going to do it one way or the other. And whatever it requires is what we're going to do. And I, I think I mentioned maybe on the last show uh, about that Prince Charles, when he was there, he was making these comments about using, you know, a military-style campaign, you know, to make sure that the global private sector – with all the money that we have in this private sector, could be used to make sure that the world leaders follow in in this economic uh, fundamental transition. And either you get them to do it because you implement certain restrictions or you use military might to do it with. And, um, you know, as I watch this, this is one thing in watching the end of days that I said would be coming next after I had listed, you know, probably about 35 different things that had been happening over the course of the last maybe two, two and a half years. Uh, it seemed to me that there had to be a, a point that we had to be able to see that, uh, you know, the Pope would have to be doing something because the Pope is definitely uh, in, in, in what I believe uh, end time prophecy, the false prophet. So, because of Malachi, Mark, I mean Malachi, Saint Malachi's research, and then all the things that um, he said about the prophecy of the popes, that this last pope was going to be the Peter, the you know Peter the Roman. And so, when I look at um, you know the pope that we have now, Pope Francis, and he took his name from uh, Francis of Assisi which was, you know, an ecological base mindset of of who he wanted to be like. And then you see him, you know, start these things like the Chrislam building over there in Dubai and you see that he's, you know, written these things called Season of Creation and that he's very involved in the Abrahamic family house in which you've got church and mosque together and you're bringing together these religions and, and literally allowing it to um, unionize a religion where everybody's supposedly worshiping the same God by different names, then you start seeing that there's that combination of a leader in a religious uh, top level bringing about these kind of things. And then when you look at what is the Church of England doing, you see that uh, what has happened over the number of years especially even since uh, Prince William actually had his wedding, there was a Muslim aspect to his wedding and there was a Jewish aspect to his wedding and then there was, a you know, the normal English thing. But I think that even when Prince Charles stood up and said if he ever became king, he did not want to be defender of the faith of the Church of England. He wanted to be defender of faith. In other words, of all the faith together in the world just like you see what is happening with uh, the Pope. But the agenda that they all are after is the Earth's sustainability. And I think that is a real uh, thing to note because when we look at that rider of the white horse that I truly have always said would be the Antichrist, that many people could not understand that he was riding that white horse and he did not have any arrows. He had a bow in his hand but no arrows. And the fact that you always have the, you know, who, the Antichrist is going to mimic Jesus Christ. We know that when Jesus comes back at the end of days, he comes back on a white horse. That's, I mean, Revelation tells us that. 
All your kings typically are royalty ride white horses. And so the fact that this white horse is being ridden by a person that apparently has military might, but he has a bow in his hand with no arrows, has always told me that he had the capability to be able to control the world, but he didn't have to do it, let's say, with firing a shot that there was going to be another way that manifestations could happen, that he would have power to control the masses. And I think when I started seeing how many people were pushing toward this climate change uh, and the fact that uh, everybody had to come together, if we don't come together, then Earth cannot be sustained, and, and it kind of falls into the Protocols of Zion and all the stuff that we see at Elberton uh, up there with the Georgia Godstones where the the population has to come to a certain thing for it to balance itself out in harmony with nature. And if you if you look at that and you see how that was a push a long time ago when those stones were erected, then you know that somebody for a, quite a while has been planning on when we get to a certain point with Earth, we've got to go in a reverse mode. In other words, we can't keep having babies and we can't keep having plants and animals multiplying and multiplying because what's happening is our water is running out, our food is running out. We're becoming, you know, we're, we're starting to starve in certain areas. And then you can't, you can't control the masses if they get so big like that. And so I think when you see the World um, Economic Forum and them, you know, establishing this is kind of what the direction we want to go in. And when you see the United Nations come out with all these sustainability goals, they're all about ecological things. And you've got a pope that's named after the ecological saint. And then you've got, you know, Prince Charles, who uh, clearly when he spoke at that um, conference there, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and really making those comments that, that you know, that people – that could use the humongous amount of money that was going to be at somebody's disposal to make this happen, you just go, wow, who could that person be? And, you know, the more that I began to look at who was the person that was putting together these people for sustainability for the earth and saying we got to save the earth and we got to save mankind, you know, when you start talking about saving stuff, and, and, and being the leader of saving stuff, then you start saying, well, what, does, what did Jesus do? He was a savior. He was a savior of mankind. He was, you know, he's going to save the world. He will save these kinds of things from happening uh, eventually when he comes back um, in, in, it, during the Battle of Armageddon. But who is going to be the person who's going to be emulating him? Who is going to be the person riding that white horse that doesn't have the arrows but he has the bow and the capability and the military might and, and the so-called people behind him that will do his bidding to make sure that earth stays sustainable. He becomes a savior. And so there's got to be somebody stepping on into the limelight to make those things happen because we have already fulfilled most of the other things like the, the plagues and the pestilences and all the bad weather and all the climate changes. And, I mean, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty that if we don't change and something doesn't happen, they are correct. Earth cannot continue to, to sustain itself because our oceans are really becoming 
un, unable to to feed what's in there, and there's dead spots everywhere. And and because we are heating up as a planet, then the plankton and all the algae that's forming, they become you know uh, types of things that cause us to breathe in uh, uh, kind of toxins that will really that kill you. And so. Uh, our animals, you know, the manatee was one thing that I had noticed that down in the Florida area, they don't have any, you know, in the uh, estuaries and stuff. All this stuff is gone, so they're dying. And, and, and that's just one example, but it's all over the world. It's not like it's just in one place. That's the thing about the tribulation period is that it's worldwide. Everything, Everybody is being affected worldwide. And no truth is really being told about, you know, what's going on. I mean, I I'm, I. I deal with a lot of people from around the world that give me information from what's really happening in their country. I mean, you're not hearing these things on on CNN or Fox and those kinds of things because it's not like um, they want us to know, the people that run the show, how bad it really is. They want you to focus kind of like right here that you don't understand that it's massive out there. And, you know, just what is happening in Canada right now with all the truckers and, and, the, and the protests and things, you don't really see a lot of this. The people that I deal with that are living there and what they're going through, literally there in, in Austria and uh, what's going on in South Africa. I mean, there's just so much that's happening that is leading up to this point that people are starting to feel the pressure. People are starting to see that there's no place to run and then once you get to the sustainability thing where they're going to say, you know, this is the expectation and we are going to put Earth back into a balance with it, that was one thing that just blew my mind that there were people out there signing these petitions, you know, for the Pope and that kind of thing for these climate conferences to say, oh, yeah, we agree with that. Well, what you do when you sign that is like saying, I agree, it's okay to get rid of people to kill people. The only way for Earth to go back and get in sustainability and balance itself with nature at this point is really to reduce the population. And if you look at what is the Earth shot agenda that Prince William has and and the conversation that he has is getting bigger and bigger. And then you've got people like DP World that are putting, you know, a huge amount of money, and he's got people like Microsoft and and the Gates Foundation. He's got all these people that are supporting his save the world through innovation and through technology, and the UN is all in the middle of it, the World Economic Forum. All this stuff is being planned out around the same agenda, and the agenda is really to control every aspect of everything you do. I mean, tonight uh, I had an opportunity to try to look at some of the ads that were going on at Super Bowl, and you would notice that there were so many ads for electric vehicles. Well, let's look at the electrical grid. I mean, just a couple of years ago, right up until present, when it gets hot in the summertime and the fact that the water has gotten down so low out in the in the Midwest, you know, your electrical capabilities of generating water for electricity are falling away. And then you've got other countries out there 
who are getting rid of, of nuclear capability. I think Germany was one of those that had kind of tried to get rid of their nuclear powerhouses and stuff like that. What happens is if you don't have the grid to maintain electric vehicles, oh, my gosh. And then when you stop saying we're not going to do the oil and we're not going to do the natural gas and we're going to quit you know, using fossil fuels, it, you know, it, it's, it's quite obvious that the powers that be know that they've got to kind of stop doing these things because they know they cannot continue to do the way we've always done business. We will never, ever go back to where we were three years ago. And if somebody makes you believe that, you're never going back to that. The thing about biblical scripture is it tells you once you stepped into this tribulation period, it's quite clear that there's a white horse, a red horse, a black horse, a pale horse that we can clearly see just being played out. The fact that there are martyrs being, you know, killed around the world for Christianity. Christians are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The fact that your disasters are much greater. I mean, even we are having to name our winter storms anymore. Because of the mass numbers of people who die or the things that get messed up or the amount of electricity that is used, I mean, it just gets worse and worse. And then when you look at what is happening as far as the locusts and eating the, the, the vegetation and the fact that we are having more and more of these asteroids coming closer and closer to us. I mean, used to you maybe have an asteroid outside of the rotation of the Earth and the moon, but if you'll notice and you keep up with it, these asteroids are getting in between us and the moon, and they're getting closer and closer to us. And so it's it's things like uh, talking about boils on people. I mean, we can clearly see that, that the world could end up with boils, everybody with boils on them. You can see that the sea can turn to blood because we have we have pictures of seas that have really turned to blood because of the plankton and the toxic algae that you know pr- produce these neurotoxins that kills everything in it. And if you're around it, it'll kill you as well. And you see the great heat from the summers, and and you see the flooding that's going on. You see where. A lot of the uh, rivers are drying up around the world. You see that the hail storms, the, the pieces of hail are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, you cannot fool yourself to believe that things are not changing, the sexual perversions, the fact that marriages uh-huh. are just not able to make it. They're broken. Um, did you, you know, did you, the fact... He, he, did you see the, um, the pointee that they just put into um, the White House? <clears throat> did you did you did you hear that news? I, I just uh, read it a second ago. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll it, uh, it, I'm scrolling to it. I'm almost there. It's really creepy. Um, but basically, they have uh, Biden's new appointee. Um, hold on a second. I guess I can't scroll fast enough. I know. Here, hold on a second. Um, so there's an, a new a new appointee. He is uh, – oh, there it is. There it is. Let me just read it. I, I wanted to read it verbatim. I didn't want to just, like, summarize it. But, quote, and I am quoting, headline, new Biden hire is a drag queen who wears stilettos discuss, and discusses openly sex with animals. Okay? Mm-hmm. And this person, by the way, is now in charge of the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy. So he's mm-hmm. basically in charge. 
person's obviously mentally in, unstable, probably is, I don't even want to think about the amount of demons that this entity probably has inside of it, and and in charge. I mean, this this is right. a top, above top secret position Person. okay, in charge of yes. all things nuclear and energy for this country, and this is a disaster. And you know what? We just had uh, Brother Zen join us. Let's see if we can get him to comment on this too real quick. Zen, we, what we were talking about is, you know, kind of like a summary. What are your thoughts about all this weirdness because the the, the game is changing things are shifting um uh the the uh you know the, there are a lot of uh, something like 12 to 20 countries have backed off on their covid restrictions hawaii no longer requires a shot to visit you know um, the only three countries that are in really bad shape is australia austria and canada which i figure they're using as some kind of a test bed to see what they can get away with before they you know burn down the parliament buildings um but you know and i don't know if you heard but klaus schwab that creepy entity that's like Mein Kampf, Hitler of the world guy, is telling everybody that he's looking forward to a, a global power grid outage because that would allow him to do martial law and complete reset, you know, the global 2.0 reset. But uh, And also your thoughts on the Ukraine situation, because that's kind of weird. But, I mean, what are your summary of thoughts on, on how the game is shifting right now and where you think this is all ultimately going to lead to? Yeah, there's a, a lot going on in the world, and certainly uh, things on many different fronts are accelerating. Um, but the whole thing with the Antichrist is that he's the opposite of what Christ is. And Christ is light and love um, and life. And we see that, you know, Dr. Joy was talking about the depopulation agenda and how the uh, the climate change and all of that is being incorporated and being blamed on humans and being blamed on our behaviors uh, so that they can control and, and install international law, tax countries, you know, global taxation, all of this. They want to put into place that world government, which we see that is spoken about by Daniel, the beast system and how they hand that over to the Antichrist and the Antichrist and the United Nations idealistically is said to uh, and we are taught that you know it's to handle the affairs of nations in a peaceful uh, and domicile manner so that wars don't erupt but you know in truth um, they have propagated and fomented and uh, continue to, to foment wars and to escalate things uh with regard to ukraine um that is just a domino waiting to set the whole world uh, and into a conflagration just as taiwan is and uh, the whole nato alliance with all that we're overstretched as far as military and certainly budget wise we have no money our infrastructure here in the united states is uh, shoddy to say the least had bridges collapsing you know and then the the entire electrical grid system um, how uh, you know certain cyber terrorists have been able to hijack that system and to um, to basically kidnap 
you know, the infrastructure. And I think all of that was a test run for what is the escalation we're seeing now with Ukraine. And I believe that uh, all of that is part of even what, you know, the Dmitry Dudelman, um, the prophecy that came forth from not only him, but there there have been many uh, prophets, modern day prophets and visionaries that have spoken about attacks on the east and west coast and, um, you, you know, how we have certain uh, militaries, even the Chinese and Mexico and across the border and in Canada and different places, um, terrorists, Middle Eastern uh, individuals coming through um, the border. And so a lot of things are being tested. We have outages here in the United States with infrastructure being attacked. And we're so vulnerable. Well, I, you know, I believe that we're that Jeremiah 5051, the city with the unwalled villages that um, is in peace and comfort and safety. And, and then we have, you know, attacks uh, brought even from inside. Uh, and that the the barbarians are inside the gates, so to speak. So definitely Taiwan and all of that is a trigger. And all of these military drills and uh, all of, you know, the escalation and uh, the show of power, it, that's, you know, they don't just do that to then back off. All of that equipment being brought into um, place and put strategically in opposition of one another, that's always the way of it. You know, they always spend the months, and it's always before the spring, because the spring is the perfect time to begin wars and invasions. And even during the, the Roman times, that's when they prepared and plan for uh, to escalate these kind of things. And I believe it was, you know, even just four years ago or, or so when uh, during the Olympics that Putin took Crimea. Um, and certainly that is the warning now, is that before the end of the Olympics that we could see escalation there in Ukraine. But, um, you know, the whole theme of the Georgia Guidestones and the depopulation, um, because I, I think, yes, there are, there's weird things happening, uh, certainly with climate and with animals and, uh, you know, dead animals and all kind of weird things happening. But I think um, some of that is hyped as well and that it's being blamed on, you know, human behaviors. Um, and that even with the electric car, you know, it was the petroleum industry that killed that a long time ago. A whole documentary, Who Killed the Electric Car, was uh, produced uh, about that. Um, even the, with the, the diesel engine, Rudolf Diesel being killed and found face down in a pond, uh, how they had, you know, um, engines that were able to sustain and run on water and hydrogen displacement all of these technologies and all these things have been hidden away from the masses and you know the fact that we're not using solar panels uh you know on every house and uh 
and wind um you know as part of the uh, the nationwide every country utilizing these kind of um solutions is it, just awkward and it just shows you how backward the industries are as far as you know not utilizing what is beneficial could be beneficial uh to humanity but we're largely controlled by fascist elements and industrialists and the global elite and without a doubt satan you know the eye at the top of the illuminati pyramid the antichrist coming into power uh they are anti-life the whole theme of you know now they're saying that the stratospheric atmospheric injections uh, are to um protect us from the sun's rays you know i mean it's it's ludicrous the kind of um the the answers that they give to the behaviors that they are uh, producing it's it's insane and we are at the you know i believe we are at the end of days and this is just a sign of the times dr joy was also speaking about the you know the petrus romamus and and the 112 prophecy of the popes all that is coming into play um is happening and unfolding and if, if you're not seeing and not um believing that we are in those times now and that we are the fig tree generation i i just don't know what it's going to take uh for people to wake up and uh, to consider where we are uh with regard to the timeline and the end of days well that's for sure and i and it is and it's also one of the most um <clears throat> um troubling things that i think i you know i get let you know like like joy and yourself we get feedback from you know constituents and such uh on a global level and the one for me one of the repeating themes and it's really i mean it just repeats over and over every single week people are just so frustrated they're at their wit's end and we're even coming into a you know because they can't communicate they can't they can't wake people up and then the and then there's this other dynamic there's this new dangerous dynamic that has entered into that foray where I get a communication from somebody in another country and they're like, I tried to have a conversation with my daughter or I tried to have a conversation with my family at a, you know, you know what this, and they turned on me and, you know, they started calling yeah. me names and, and I'm like going, okay, so basically now, so my advice to them um, and I base this advice on, you know, Timothy uh, in the Fox's Book of Martyrs, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a judgment against Timothy. It is just an observation of where we are in the end times and how we may adjust our behaviors to be as fruitful and uh, effective as we can be, um, you know, uh, given the dangerousness of where we are today and i i did a big long spiel you know in the mid part of the program about how much how deeply deeply the united states is mimicking and the and really the world reset um governance dynamic is mimicking 
um, Nazi Germany. Okay, to a T. And I'm trying. And one of the points I made was, you know, with the new um, statement on WhiteHouse.gov, which identifies any variation of the most whatever they say the narrative is everything else is a conspiracy theorist everything else is a terrorist thing so basically you institute the gestapo and you have mimicked we got the fema camps they're there we had doc marquee on the show 10 years ago he's he got a personal tour of the one in, out in the in the nevada desert that has the ability to kill 40,000 people with incinerators a day um, they're there, they're queued up, they're ready to go. There's incinerators at all the emergency operation centers at the vast majority of major counties across the United States that were sold under grants uh, to the uh, EOCs because of a, uh, you know, the potential of a pandemic. And we are, the whole world is set up like Nazi Germany right now. It's there. So really all we you know, when when you look at the Gestapo, what did the, did the Gestapo only go after Jews? No. Did it, any dissident, anyone who disagreed with the narrative of the Nazi party in any way or even hinted about disagreement, they were not in the middle of the night. The Gestapo came to their homes and took them away. They could be Russian. They could be German. They could be any nationality. Uh, the six million Jews that died were a small percentage of the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of others that died because they were labeled as dissidents. You know, now nowadays they call it conspiracy theorists. They call it you know alternative this, alternative that. But they they basically package it as being dangerous to society and as such ultimately it will it will turn into another gestapo situation where it it starts with here trudeau for example trudeau mm-hmm. came out and publicly stated anybody who gives to the trucker convoy up in ontario or whatever um, uh, anyone who gives, they will be guilty of a crime, okay, mm-hmm. a crime against Canada. And he meant it. He means that if I, if I go and, you know, use my PayPal and I go to one of their their sites and I give them five bucks, I am guilty of a crime that, in his opinion, is worthy of extradition. That's how bad this has gotten. So we're not. It's not that we're seeing. You know, it used to be that we were seeing the um, them laying the groundwork. You know what I mean? Remember when we talked like five, six, seven, eight years ago? We would always be talking about well, they're laying the groundwork for this. They're laying the groundwork for that. They're laying the groundwork. No, they're not. Now it's not just laying the groundwork. Now they're exercising the groundwork. Exactly. You know what I mean? Did you want to comment, Joy? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree totally that well, before we were trying to uh, tell people this, these are things that are coming down the pike. Now these things are happening in reality. They are occurring as, uh, as, they, as you're saying. When they tell you they're going to do this, this is what it's going to be. They, they're going to push this agenda for this new world order I mean, that's where they want to put us. They have got to keep doing what they're doing to get us there. And whatever means necessary is what they're going to utilize to make sure it happens. And, 
You know, one of the things that I have noted, I have always taken notes of the Olympic Games opening ceremonies because they have been always so telling to me over many, many years. And, of course, I've written about them in my books as well. But I did note that back in 2012 they did a song called Imagine with John Lennon. And I found it very interesting at the opening ceremonies in Beijing that they did that same song again, which is very unusual that you ever hear anything similar in anything where they've done it before. It'll keep, it'll have an agenda. It's always for a new world order. It's always uh, stimu- you know, stimulated by secret societies and all the stuff that are kind of hidden from us and kind of actually telling you what they're headed you know, for and where they're pushing us to. But if you really listen to those lyrics where it says, imagine there is no heaven. So really, they don't believe, you know, in, in Jesus Christ. Uh, imagine there's no hell below us. So in other words, we can do what we want to do because, you know, we're not going to end up in hell. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. In other words, doing your thing just for today. Imagine there's no country. In other words, there's no independent countries. And it says it isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. No religion to. Imagine all the people living life in peace. And then it ends up where the world would be as one. And I just think that in 2012, and in fact that it's 2022, that it within 10 years they hit that song again. We are closer now to that agenda than we have ever been where the world is going to be as one. And just like Zen was talking about, when Putin did what he did during those Olympic Games, we know that the Ukrainian people are in, in dire situation. We can look at China and know that China's Navy is so much far advanced in the United States. And to me, at the Olympic Games, there's Putin and there's, you know, the Chinese guy there together. And clearly, China wants, to, you know, Taiwan. And, and clearly, Russia wants Ukraine. They want Crimea. They want Georgia. They want everything that they once had. And, you know, when, you, when people are saying, oh, well, Biden can use uh, certain things to uh, – to make them not do that because we won't give them certain goods and whatever. They're after the land. They could really care less about what the United States can do. And right now is the smartest time in their histories to work together. Because if, if right. you know, we have Ukrainian situation and, 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 and Russia goes after them, and at the same time China decides to go after Taiwan, do, does the United States have the military capability to stop both of those things from happening at the same time? Do we have other countries who will come in and support what we are trying to do, and that has always been supposedly, for peace around the world? Is there another army out there that can come in and help the United States and sustain it to fight those two wars? I don't think so. No, I fully believe that now is the time for them to do what they're going to do, and I fully believe that's why they're thinking to do this. But but you know what? And I and Mm -hmm. I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know I'm preaching. Both of you guys know this. I I know I'm preaching to the choir. But here's the thing: I had somebody from Spain email me, and they were like, "This looks like it's going to be the beginning of World War III." And I said, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" I said, "You got to you got to understand the agenda. When you understand the end game." It changes your perspective on any particular event. It's not – so to your point, 
well said, but it was clearly rhetorical because you already know what the answer is. No, of course not. There's nobody who's going to be able to stop them. But what's even worse, really, is the fact that there's no intention to stop them. The provocation, exactly. the provocation end game is to push them so hard. He's, this person from Spain was like, oh, yeah, well, they're saying that NATO is going to attack this and the United States is going to send troops over and it's going to be turned into a world war. And they're going to start. No, they're not. Everybody's going to back off. It's going to be like Gaddafi all over again. Cross this line, I'll do this. Cross this line, I'll do that. It ain't nothing's going to happen. They are provoking us to move. They want it to happen. And, um, you know, maybe a skirmish here or a skirmish there, but at the end of the day, this is to lead up, and I, I, I think it was, I, it might have been you, Zen, mentioned, you know, uh, Dudeman, but, but, but you take A. a. Allen, you take Dudeman, you take uh, Henry Groover, put those three together, and there's a bunch of other people too as well. They're the three big ones. The end game is to nuke. The funny thing about it is, and, and I, I don't mean to babble on, but I'm just saying that when you really, really, really know the end game, climate, the climate stuff is irrelevant. The end game mm-hmm. is they have a small group of people that are worship Lucifer. I mean, that's really exactly. oversimplifying it, but that's it. So th- they're going to play up climate change, knowing doggone full well, you know, they're they're going to do. It. They're just using these things as tools to reach their end game, which is the destruction of the United States. You know, the Phoenix were I'm, – I'm fascinated you even brought up 2012 and the Olympics because that was where the most humongous, unbelievable display of the Phoenix bird, you know, uh, the, the Phoenix oh, yes. symbolism. from I the mean, ashes on the oh, – at, yeah. at, at the end ceremonies, the closing yep. ceremonies, that Phoenix rose from the ashes. Right, and it's the essence. If you if you go back and you study the origin of the one dollar bill and Nicholas Rorick, who they called the guru, and he was hanging out with that guy Henry, uh, what's his name, who was a Satanist that was the vice president under uh, Roosevelt. That that whole thing. What, what you realize is that the e, this so called eagle was never really an eagle. It was actually the no, phoenix. It was the phoenix. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and, right. and it, and it echoes all the way back to um, Sir Francis Bacon in 1648 on the writing of the New Atlantic. <laughs> right. I mean, they've been planning this stuff for so long, it's unbelievable. And we're seeing it in real life. Time. It's in real time. It's in real time. And like you say, this, this has been planned a long time. That was one of the things that I started seeing a long time when I started putting all this stuff together in my books, is that this has been a plan by the evil serpents upon this earth to make it happen in a day that we are now living and they are carrying it out in real time now yeah it's 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 very real it's to me it's kind of exciting because i i don't know if i'm just like beyond bored or what but i'm i've been doing this a long time you guys have been too longer than me even and you know and i'm working on my 12th year and you know as of july i'll I'll be starting my 12th year and i'm like you know let's get the show on the road hallelujah (laughs) (laughs) well you know this is our uh this is our three year with you i noticed it was what the thirty sixth episode? So we've been doing this three years with you every month. Wow. I know. It's mind boggling. I can't believe it. It's like I was I, like, Man, where did the time go? I'm I so feel right. like I'm 
I feel who is that name Susie something on the the old cartoons with Simon Legrady, and he used to like tie this Susie somebody or something to the railroad track all the time. I feel like I've been tied to the railroad track, and I've been watching the the, the, the train head at me train for like eleven <laughs> years, and I'm like, well, somebody put some gas in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my well, God. I mean, you know, when we look around, we look around at what's going on. I, I mean, I think another thing is that we didn't mention tonight is the Abraham Accords, the fact that we got the, the Democratic people in our country now all coming together to help push this peace plan with Abraham Accords that started back, you know, in September of 2020 with Donald Trump. And I just find it interesting that Israel and Bahrain and the United Arab Immigrants are all working together, and then what happened this, you know, past week, Prince William went there, and then you've got DP World that was there, and all these people are starting to form these uh, connections with each other, which is literally going to pull certain countries together, you know, bring them together to fight the in the Antichrist situation. I mean, it is literally lining itself up. Right. Yeah, well, yes. yeah. I used to joke around about it being like a game of risk and pointing to the different players on that. But and now it's 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 like game on. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I'm just, exactly. I wonder if, I wonder if Klaus Schwab is going to Klaus Schwab said publicly before. Now we know about ID twenty twenty. We know that they're doing tabletop exercises for the pandemic for a really really long time, and they've been planning this forever. But Schwab was one of the most well-known leaders of of the reset, uh, and he was very vocal about it right prior to the pandemic or pandemic or bioweapon released. And he just got done saying publicly about um, uh, the you know the power grid going down and establishing martial law. And you know what? I you know quite frankly think about this, I, and I got to share this because I think it, this is just like mind-shattering. Because it just it, it hit me, and I was like, "Come on, no way! It could be this ingenious." But if you think about it, you you launch a bioweapon attack against the world. Now all your workers in corporate America, corporate whatever, all your workers are now working remote. They all need mm. to have Zoom and the internet working. Then you hit the world with a massive power outage. Bam. Mm-hmm. We've never been as dependent. The economies of the world have never been as dependent as they are now on the internet and on Zoom and all this electronic technology that would just vaporize at the push of a cyber button that Klaus probably has control over. I mean, do you see how close we are? Yes. yes. I mean, that's the thing about it is that it's just right in our face. Yeah, it it really is. Um, I don't know, Zen. You, Zen, you want to close with a prayer for us tonight, brother? Sure. Um, Father God, we humble ourselves before you in thanksgiving again for all life and being, and that we are in these moments actually, uh, hopefully, living in at least a semblance of uh, peace and uh, prayerfulness. But we know that the the players, the New World Order, that they are out there and they are scheming and we pray against their schemes. Uh, And, Lord, I just pray that uh, people don't have to suffer in the madness and the insanity of 
what you have told us and prophetically uh, is coming upon the world. I just pray for everybody in whatever manner for the children um, that you know that uh, they can grow up and enjoy and um, and if you're to take us home, uh, let it be quickly and. Um, certainly we are not adverse to that at all and we are looking forward to these times that are coming because we know that we are the overcomers and we are the to endure to the end and um, we just ask Lord that you help us to help others to wake up and to discern and to prepare themselves and their families for those things that are even here right in our face in your name, in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Father, your will be done. We will never pray against your judgments. We want your will to be done. We are your servants. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I always love our shows together. It is so awesome. I love you guys. I love you both. Thank you, Jen. I'm so glad you were able to jump in. Um, and, and yeah, me I'm too. All Thank yeah, I'm, I'm already looking forward to next month. So thank you guys so much. God bless you. Love you. Love you, God bless. Love you, John. Love you all. Love you, I love you guys. I love all you audience people out there. God bless you. Reside in the place to the most high so you can get maximum protection. God bless you all. We'll see you this Wednesday, 7 o'clock, Lord willing. God bless you guys. See you. Good night. Shalom. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners at the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure until you come back for your bride to set free. Write our names in your book of life. We are cleansed through your holy sacrifice. As we lift your name on high. Renew our mind. Renew our soul. Remove the scars from our past. And deem us righteous. We rebuke all steps with love. When will your coming be? When will your trumpets sound for me? Till then we will endure. We are the branches on the living tree. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. Until you come back for your bride to set her free.
Watch us as we trim our wicks. Bless our food. Our hearts are right. Like those five wise virgins, we will be. Your bride awaits thee patiently. Longing for that blessed sound, the dead will rise. The churches gather, we're praying that we're worthy alone to join our family. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? We will endure, and while we wait, we will bring forth the fruit of the light of Christ. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then, we will endure until you come back for your bride to set free. I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory. <laughs> 